episode 8080. We've now lived longer than life expectancy. Uh, much longer than the original <laughs> life expectancy of a That's podcast. That's of a male. I think that women are longer. No, I don't even think they're to 80 yet. They might be now, but I thought it was like 77, 78 for a female. Dudes are like 74 because we're all fat and have artery problems. High blood pressure. No, it's just because women are better than men. And podcasts, 25 is the magic number. That's what I hear. 25. 25 is a magic number for when podcasts die. So we're good. We're well beyond that. Times three. Yeah. Yeah. We've passed our diamond anniversary. Uh, What's 100? Is there even a thing for 100? I mean, the 100th episode should probably be something that's special. We might want to talk about that. Uh, Not on the show, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'd say let's have a listener party, but the three of them that listen are in different countries. So. <laughs> that would be cool. <gasps> we sure. should do an on-site listener party and go to Ireland. That it's one of cool. the places I've always wanted to go. Ireland, like, cool. coming over. Peter, Ireland, yeah. Scotland, in uh, Italy. Wonder if uh, Peter has room it. on his lawnmower if he can get like a tractor behind it. Australia to maybe? pull all of us to pull all of us on a couch <gasps> or something. We can use like our mobile recorder. Yeah, <laughs> on a couch. <laughs> no, set on up a bale the couch on top of like the back of a trailer. He's pulling. No, up just his a lawnmower. bale of hay. He's a he's mowing lawns. He's not fucking cutting. So hay. it would be better than a couch. He lives in Ireland, not Utah. <laughs> what you don't think there's hay in Ireland? <laughs> not like there is here. <laughs> he's probably gonna correct me now. Be like, no, sorry, Chris. You fucker. It's uh <laughs> Can you do that with an accent? You fucker. <laughs> fucker. <laughs> you fucker. I think that was more Scottish than Irish. It doesn't matter. It's yes, all, it does. It's all butchered. They're the same fucking place. No, it's not. They're both they're both connected to England, kind of. Uh Ireland is not. Ireland is technically an island. And England technically owns is connected to Scotland. <laughs> well, th- tomato, tomato. Just because they're in the same landmass doesn't mean same. that the one country didn't control the other country. I mean, fuck, England controlled like half the. Listen, half the even in Scotland, the, the accents aren't the same. So no, they're not, and they're not the same in Ireland either. Don't roll your eyes at me. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. This is my ver- this is my vision of post-apocalyptic Ireland. <laughs> the bombs are not flowing freely anymore. And people talk like I just talk. They say fucker. And <laughs> fought like meet the fuckers, but not. Fucker. <laughs> James anyway. doesn't agree with this. Sorry. <laughs> He's fucking laughing like he does. Uh, so sorry, Peter. Sorry, Peter. And I still don't know if, if a bush is something. No, that's, I was waiting for Bree to get here to play that for you. Yeah, but she never played it. So That's because I got play. here like a, with... Like a minute after I was supposed to, because I was late as okay. usual. That's okay. We expect you to be late. Like we should start telling her in a separate email the time's like twenty minutes later than it is, and then she'll get here before the guest. So the guest earlier, speaking, not later. Whatever. Speaking of the guest, uh, Bree's gonna die because um, <laughs> okay? she's she's sickly. Choking I actually went you. outside a couple of times to cough just because it sounds so terrible, and I hate to do that to my coworkers while I'm sitting in the cubicle. Like, fuck that! I want my coworkers to know I'm sick. Stay the fuck away from me is what that's a signal. <laughs> of. Don't come in my cubicle. It's nature's way. Yeah. In 2015, oh, and the old man in my office caught like it makes me want to gag. In 2015, the well, average that's age that's life like expectancy is 78.74, but yes. it doesn't say man or woman. Holy shit! Look how fucking close I was again. Second time tonight, fucking what I say, 78? I said 78, did I not? You're going to have to go back and listen. Yeah, no, no I, don't ha- I don't have to go back and listen because I know what I said. <laughs> and I was right earlier, 
but it'll be later for everyone else as they hear it. <laughs> we do. We have a wonderful discussion with Cat Palmer, uh, a a what was the term you used? A photo activist, art, art, art activist, art activist. Uh, so she's the one responsible with uh, some other folks uh, for the go home Trump that you have likely seen, unless you live under a fucking rock or in one of the. Uh, supply caches out by Brian Head. That they found. <laughs> That's still mind-boggling to me. Um, hey, by the way, a man reaching age 65 today can expect to live on average until 84.3. So, and a woman turning age 65 today can expect to live on average until 86.6. Okay, so the life expectancy has gone up dramatically. So we still have a few more years before we die. A couple more episodes. <laughs> First next year. Should yeah. be good till yeah. February. Get the fucking bucket. <laughs> Kick the bucket. Uh, anyway, um, so Cat Palmer is a great conversation, a lot of fun. We talk about poop, literally, <laughs> a lot Jesus. of poop. Uh, we talk about Jesus in a lot of different ways. We talk about art and how awesome Salt Lake is. We talk about air quality, and um, that's a good synopsis for you. Uh, listen to the interview if you want to hear a fun conversation about all that stuff, including poop, multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> so, much, so much shit in that interview. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, Brie, how do you feel about shitting at your work? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, does she, she's like eating. Like, does she leave the office too? Like, she doesn't poop in her office. I guarantee. You. I hope she. I hope she leaves the office. She doesn't poop. She doesn't poop. She needs to change her diet then. <laughs> <laughs> she's a proper lady or something. She I don't know. prunes. What? Prunes. She does mm. eat prunes. Prunes are delicious. Do prunes keep you regular? They taste like shit, so I'm imagining they make they you shit. They do not. They're so, They're so good. They're so gross. They're not either. You should They're try delicious. some of that Jamie Lee Curtis yogurt. It's supposed to be good. The one with Active, like tapeworms yeah. in it? Yeah. What? With what? <laughs> Active tapeworms. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's going downhill fast. <laughs> I've had a rough fucking weekend and so has Bree. So, um, how was your guys this weekend? <laughs> So I got, I've got, I've got a little story. It's not cars this week, by the way. Car talk was last week. So, <clears throat> thank God. Garage door opener been on the fritz for a while. So I do some research and I find one that's simple to put together, easy to assemble. So I got up. Uh, well, Friday night I unboxed it, kind of got the pieces laid Dude, out. You are a fucking did you, handyman. Did you record it? I should have. You the are unboxing? a handyman, but you are a dumbass to do your own garage so, door opener. So they're not expensive. I don't even need to, to hear to the story. <laughs> That you're a dumbass trying to do your own okay, garage. Okay, be nice. Be nice and let him tell his story. Six hours. <laughs> Six hours on See, Saturday. There's, there's a point where your time becomes more valuable than your money. I didn't think it would take six hours. <laughs> nope. You were like, this will take an hour. Hey, I thought the story was going to end with, so I ended up calling a garage repair guy. <laughs> no, I did it myself, followed it through. But if I'd have known it had been six hours, I would have absolutely just paid to have it done. Yeah. It's that's a the the fucking garage door <laughs> openers are a bitch and taking it up, putting it up, realizing something wasn't right, taking it down like three times. And that now to be fair, you did it in six. It would have taken me two days, and then I would have just fucking called someone because I was done with it. <laughs> called me, and I would have <laughs> no, I would have just called a fucking garage guy. I wouldn't have let him try in the first place. Yeah, I should have been like, really, mm, you know. I don't think that's a good idea. So I, I, it just makes me wonder all, with all of these reports of it's simple to put together. It's easy. What the hell is hard then? <laughs> What's a tough one? I don't think they tell you that if they want you to buy their product. Seven days. You did it in six hours. You're doing pretty good. You got a medal. Yeah. 
That is easy. It's like fucking Ikea, <laughs> putting all their shit together. I could totally win one of those championships, by the way. Hate, Me too. I, I used Ikea. to put together office furniture in our office. Ikea furniture needs to come with divorce papers. It's not that hard. What the heck? It's really not. It's really not. <laughs> I think you just, I think it's they're just, just meant for quality. women to read. It's just poor quality. So, well, when it comes to Ikea, I, I go to Ikea and I'm like, I'll just make it myself. I go to Ikea and I'm like, why the fuck did I come here? I hate this store. It is a maze to walk around. Even taking the shortcuts, it still takes you like an hour to get through I like the, the first thing. floor and their glassware and all that kind of stuff. I love oh, that's Ikea. all right. I'm not, not a big fan. So that was my That's why I'm by myself on the side of the table. Yeah, because you're the only one likes IKEA. You, so you you you're work, all your, you you're by yourself because I'm too lazy to do you ever, move. Do you ever go to IKEA and get Swedish meatballs for lunch? Never. I have totally not thought about that. The only thing that I like there are the that's food is the cinnamon rolls. Those are good as well. I should go there because I work down there all the time now. You should. And I'm pretty fucking close, and I'll just go down there and be like, Jess, you want me to bring you some balls, some meatballs? Sweaty. Sweaty. With a side of porno, because it's that be time like, of year. Lies, don't lie to me. <laughs> I'll bring them. I'll bring them. Meatballs and porno. Maybe some. Promises. Maybe some sweet sticky buns. You could wrap balls. them like they do fish and chips, <sighs> except just tear the pages out. And where <laughs> <laughs> we all know how I feel about fish. And you chips. love them. You love fish well, and no, chips. No, it wouldn't be fish and chips. It'd be Swedish meatballs <laughs> from IKEA. They have that Luda. Can you imagine? What's that fish, that, that Luda something that they... They do not have that at Ikea, do they? <laughs> that fucking no. gross, like, shitty Just salted cod they make? Lie. No, I don't think so. Ikea is not Jewish. No, it's not No, no, Jewish. that's a Swedish no, that's thing. That's a Swedish thing. That's, that's a... Well, I don't know if it's Swedish or, or Nor- Norwegian. Norway, Norwegian or Finlandian. It's the fish that they put in. It's like lye for like a year. It's not lye. It's just salt. <laughs> it's called salted cod. It's, it's fucking disgusting. It's called ludicrous. I, I know. Yeah. If you ate lye, I'm, you I'm might have it. a it's not, yeah, it's not ludicrous. It's fucking ludicrous. It's like... Yeah, no, I think I'm thinking right. it's of an, I'm thinking of another fish. I'm thinking of the jellfish. No, they this stuff it, that, like Passover and stuff. Ludafisk. Ludafisk. That was close. I knew it wasn't ludicrous, but it sounded like that. It's not a DJ. It's not a rapper. Lutefisk or Lutefisk is a traditional dish of some Nordic countries. It is traditionally part of Norwegian jewel board and Swedish jewel board. It is made from aged stockfish or dried salted whitefish and lye. You're See? right. Ba-bum. And it That's looks scary because like lye disgusting. That it, like eat yeah. holes in. Well, it's things. like that sushi that could kill you. That poisonous sushi. It's like rolling the dice. The same kind of thing, except this doesn't even smell good. No, it's not sushi. What this is is fucking everything's frozen all winter long. So this is what you fucking live on in the winter in the I old know. days. I so. just live on crackers. So <laughs> back in the old days, that was hard tech. Okay, that's what I was living so, then. Anyway, Hardboard. so he can bring me some of that ludicrous. <laughs> in a, in it's s- not a fucking wrapper. <laughs> can you like insert some some ludicrous that, with some Swedish balls? Here's some ludicrous <laughs> wrapped in newspaper. To, you have to like pull onto the lot with your windows down. With ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> Just Oh no. my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's IKEA magic right there. It's not IKEA magic. <laughs> you don't have to bring me wrapped balls. Or ludicrous. <laughs> no, <not> <laughs> <laughs> they do sell Swedish fish there though. They do. Yes. In the little market up front. Yeah. Upstairs too, probably at their stupid cafe too. 
They're so, stupid cafe. So, Jess, what do you do? <laughs> I worked on the cake all weekend. It was that the monster so cake? So cute. Yes. That was good. Monster that cake. was really good. Yes. Um, Jess is like, you were gone all weekend. No, I was putting together a damn garage door opener all weekend. <laughs> Well, I didn't know that. Now did I? Was Heather like, thank God he's out of the house? I was stuck in the garage. Well, you can't open it because, you know. the. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, at least it wasn't in the hot, like heat of summer. Oh, yeah, that's true. true. Or super, super cold, yeah. That's true. Way to go. Good job. So you made the cake. Tell people about your cake making because I thought that was a really cool cake. Um, It was a monster cake with monster cupcakes. Matching cupcakes. What do you want to it was orange and teal, <laughs> and they had the monsters had teeth. She just sent me a picture and was like, "Hey, make make a cake like this." And, but the more I looked at the cake she sent me, it had like sharp, pointy teeth. And anyways, so I just I took the color she gave me, and but I made my own monster teeth and put as many I eyes as I wanted to. So. What did you use for the teeth? Like all almond chips or something? No, I just made fondant and oh, cut it out. Fondant. Yeah. As they say on the cookie. But then you did icing all around it to give the monster the hair look, right? Yes. They were fuzzy. How long did that still take? Hurts. An average cake. An average cake takes about four hours to decorate. Four to five hours to decorate. So that's not like that's not too bad. baking time or anything. And that's... Did your roommates put your shit away in the middle of the cake making process? That's only happened once. My roommate (laughs) texted me this weekend. I didn't respond back. So, anyways, no, that's only actually ever happened one time in ten years. (laughs) That's that's ludicrous. A white fish. He's definitely not a white fish. Are they white fish that have been preserved in lye? (laughs) I'm pretty sure he's not white. Yeah, no. Or a fish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, the problem with the monster cakes, fucking show notes. <laughs> they uh, fall apart when you go to deliver them. So the what yeah. falls apart? The who what? The fur falls off. Oh. In like huge chunks. Oh, uh, no. If you will remember, last November I did a monster cake that the was a delivery in Roy that the whole side fell off that I had to... Then go home and do a quick redo fix. and take back up to Roy. But now I, I just take frosting with me. It's <laughs> probably a good. Idea. I just left the piping bag and I was like, okay. I just gave him instructions on like how to move it. So I'm just gonna double. I I live in Salt Lake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so no, you don't, Jeremy. You live in Riverton. That's all. Are you going to dub that? <laughs> no. no you, live in that. you guys are asking me to do way too much we have fucking work about where night. We have talked about where Chris and I live, and we've talked about where Jess lives. We've, we never really, really... I mean, we kind of mentioned where you live, sort of. Yeah. But, like, we're going to we're gonna just go out there. And he doesn't live in gangland, that's for sure. That's where we live now, gangland. No, we don't. The, there's a whole fucking show about us on A&E. There's a bad <laughs> car accident by your house the other day. Yeah, I was driving home, and I saw that, and I'm like, fuck. Can't get home. Whole intersection closed. Better go through the neighborhood on the above us. I could see it from clear down 6200 South by Bangor. I could see the lights Fucking flashing. people died. Yeah. I don't know if anyone died. They had to life flight someone, I think, though. They had to life flight someone from yeah, Sandy that same Yeah, but that's the benefit night. of that road is that it's, like, completely on a hill, so you can see the top and the bottom. Oh, yeah. You can fucking <laughs> so see So you're forever. like, oh, there's accident clear over there. I'm going to go all the way around. Yeah. So. That's what I did. Anything else you want to know about the cake? Um, what kind of was it on the inside? Vanilla with chocolate mousse. Mm. Oh, that sounds fucking delicious. And chocolate 
cupcakes with vanilla frosting. I'm a little disappointed you still have not made me a cake. (laughs) (laughs) My birthday came and went, and what'd you make me? A pie. A pie. (laughs) And what do you make everyone else? Cakes. Who's everyone else? The people that pay me to make them? Just saying, a real friend would probably make a cake for their friend. When did you make those hand pies? Those were good. What was those that for? Good. Those were good. Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Yeah, all I ever get is pies out of you. You're supposed to be a cake maker, and all I ever get is pies. I'm a baker. I'm a candy maker. I've never gotten any candy from you. I get you a whole, oh, a whole that's plate last year for Christmas, you weirdo. <laughs> I did get all that candy from me last year. Fuck. <laughs> F you. Um, you gotta give him a little bit of a memory break. He has no, had okay. a rough weekend. Chris made those cookie I... dog treats. Those were good. I did make. They were dog good. Treats, you ate yeah. them. <laughs> I mean, they were edible. They were just pumpkin. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. were, but you were, you Fucking ate them. No, Ebo loved them. Yeah, I bet he did. I bet he did. Uh, so um, <laughs> we got some events going on. <laughs> Is that a, a question or a statement? I don't know. I'm just, it's fucking Christmas time. I'm sure there's shit happening. Oh my gosh, somewhere. there's so many things. There's so, everybody's having a concert, and yeah. But good news is, is I didn't write any of them down. <laughs> Thank so. God. I don't. I, you know, I don't know if I could do because we talked about going to the fucking Crossroads show up in Park City uh, and seeing Bone Thugs throw down, and they're like fifty year we old. We missed selves. it. I know, I know, but I don't think I could do like I'm. I think I'm past the age of of enjoying concerts very very much. Like I think there's some concerts I could really enjoy, but oh man, not me. That's my thing. I love going like to the all day festival shit. And yeah, that's even when I was young, that was way too much. So well, Vans Warped Tour. This is our last one this year. Yes, it It'll is. Be the last time they do it. So Lady Gaga's coming next week. I've had my tickets since June. Well, you probably wouldn't have tickets if you didn't have them since June. I uh, know. I almost didn't even have yeah. them in June, and I bought mine in pre-sale. They, so. they sell out almost instantly when she Last time here. she came, we went to English Beat the same night. I was at Lady Gaga. No, this will be what, the third time I've seen her. people at that one you just named, whatever the fuck that was? Well, it was at the they Depot. They were just here two weeks English ago. Beat? English yeah. Beat. So they had you a crowd of like six. And I saw them last summer. They have a bar there. Oh, oh, at the Depot? Yeah, it was packed with old people. Yeah. Uh, the people? best dancers ever, though. That's who. So I saw. I saw English Beat this summer. They're James, not MC Hammer's backup dancers. Best dancer ever at English Beat. <laughs> Jan- you're not James, James. Was the best. James. No. Wow. <laughs> I'm impressed, man. You do not seem like the dancing publicly type. But no, it was the people in so front it, of us. It was pretty so much James. Amazing. I got to know. Was it like was was it like a striptease thing, or <laughs> do you have clothes on? Or were you like in a, the bathroom, like a cage in a cage on the stage? Yeah, in the bathroom. Mirror in the bathroom, <laughs> and he's just got one of those like, and he's just got one of those banana slings on. <laughs> no, it's a- those asymmetrical bikinis. <laughs> yes, we did talk about that the last time we were here. Oh, those no, the, like those half Christmas underwear things. Year. I'm so fucking buying one of those one of these years for a white That's elephant. What you're getting for Christmas for me? All right, I'll tell you when I have it on too. I'll wear it on podcast nights. I'll be like, I'm ready to go swimming. <laughs> and then Your I'll bathtub? take and then I'll take my pants off so you can see the swimsuit in action. They're not just underwear, they're swimsuits. And I still don't know how they stay on. <laughs> Good lifted butt. <laughs> oh fuck. So that is not oh an gosh. event that is happening. We are not seeing Chris in a bikini, asymmetrical bikini, and James is not dancing on a stage. No, he definitely was not, but the people in front of us were. Um, so this week is the, uh, well, actually last week, they added an extra week for the Trolley Square Christmas Market. 
Um, so that has two more weekends. Um, it runs the 8th and the 9th, the 15th and the 16th. Um, also, it, this weekend is the Salt Lake Men's Choir 36th Annual uh, Christmas Show at the First Baptist Church on the 8th. Um, it is $15, and they're doing two... Um, they're doing a show on the 8th and the 9th, and then on the 10th. And they are taking donations for the Homeless Youth Resource Center, so that's really cool. Uh, this weekend is also the, the Sing with Maria at the Tower. You guys, you guys want to go sing with... Why is everyone quiet? No one's talking over me. It's really weird. I was taking a drink. <sighs> I'm sorry. If you want, I'm having anxiety. <laughs> I'm just letting you go. It's the, I know. It's the giving, know. It's the giving season. Um, so the Salt Lake Film Society does this every year, and it is a sound of music. They play it at 2 and at 6.30. It's $15. I already talked about how stupid that musical is it's last year. It's not stupid. I like that musical. It's not stupid. Um, Good on you. And then just to did get, you just give me a thumbs up, you he did. Good on you. Um, to give a little festive <laughs> outside Thanks, of Jesus. Christmas, uh, the Diwali celebration is at the downtown library on the 9th. It's the 16th annual, and it is the Festival of Lights, uh, one of the oldest and most important fests in India. So there'll be dance. Okay, so I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you about India. Since you were bitching about not getting interrupted, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just felt weird. Well, let's let's make it feel normal for you. Um, <laughs> so I worked with this guy. Uh, he's he's from India, and he said, you know, when he, he goes back now, he said it blows him away because Christmas is so commercialized and exists in India. They're not fucking Christians there. It's dominantly, like, almost mm-hmm. entirely Hindu, and they don't celebrate Christmas. But now they celebrate Christmas and they like take the day off. There's fucking Christmas trees and ornaments and lights and totally westernized Christmas celebration in India. And he said Christmas because Christmas isn't the the Christmas tree and all that crap isn't really the Christian part of Christmas. No, but it's a very Western Western Mm. celebrated holiday. I realize like it's not a. It's not when you're fucking Hindu and you don't believe in Jesus, you don't put up a Christmas tree and think about Santa Claus like that has been. Why? Adopted. Because the Christmas tree and Santa Claus have nothing to do with. But Jesus. that has been adopted from. Our oh, culture. there's a spider behind you on the wall. It's fine. It's just going to bite you. Thanks for yelling into the mic, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, and uh, so but he said that wasn't even the worst. He said the worst was actually Halloween. He said it's so crazy commercialized. He's like, it's. It's crazier than it is here in America, Halloween there, in terms of all the shit that they sell and and push. Mm. and So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Well, remember Gina Barberi on X96 was talking about how her husband was in Egypt right before Thanksgiving, and they were announcing Black Friday sales. Well, he is Joe Jones, who's probably doing some sort of Indiana Jones shit. Well, my point is, is though in <laughs> Egypt, Black Friday sales for Christmas, like that's just as ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how hard you motherfuckers try, I'm not putting ludicrous in our show notes. Nowhere will it go. I might name the episode Ludafisk, but I'm not putting the word ludicrous in our show notes. It's not happening. So stop what if crying. you spell it like C H R I S? Ludicrous. Yeah. Okay, what so about Ludo Christmas? Like Ludo in Labyrinth, Ludo Chris. <laughs> Stop trying to make Ludicrous happen. It's not happening. <laughs> Why did you choose this song of all of his songs? 
Because it's like the most fucking popular of his songs. And Jeremy's probably not heard most of the other ones. You are correct. Okay, so next week, the 12th <laughs> well, you've heard the that 19th, one, right? I have. we need to talk about this. Get back, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me like that. So you guys are over <laughs> by the <laughs> Olympic Oval. Yes, we are. Next There's weekend. Been, there was a kid that got killed there like a month ago. Sweet. Uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Fucking Jeremy. <laughs> Hurt my feelings. Um, <laughs> Olympic speed skate short track trials are next weekend. And oh, cool. The reason I wrote this down, did you guys hear the breaking news today, by the way? Russia is not allowed to compete in the Winter Olympics in February. Oh, from all the doping? Yep. They wow. officially today were dismissed from the Winter Where Olympics. Where are they at? Going to be? Where are they going to be? Sochi. Oh, that's fucking perfect. Because <laughs> Sochi's fucking Russian. Sochi, Russia. And they can't compete in their own Olympic Games that they're hosting. Well, it sucks that they had to be drug addicts, right? That's, uh, that's amazing, though. Well, like, it's not. So it's not just that the athletes were doping. It was state-sponsored and state-run yes, doping. Yes, it was. Yes. Like, huge. But that's what's crazy. Because the... Are you sure they're in Sochi? I'm looking. I thought that was the, the Sochi Winter Olympics already I, happened. Yes, I could be wrong. I thought they already had. Oh, Pyeongchang. Okay. Yeah. So they're in China. I like, yes, they're close. Uh, that's that's, that's cool. all right, though. The Chinese and the Russians probably, I don't know. But, but banned. Has any country ever been banned before yes. from Olympic? I'm sure they have. The whole entire team, yeah. not just people. I'm sure they have. I think so. Because the country violated uh, SLOC rules. Or, or SLOC? Uh, Olympic Committee. What the, IOC. IOC. <laughs> SLOC not Salt Lake. One of those in Salt Lake. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be cool if that happened again. Um, so we just had the Chris Kindlemar up in. <laughs> you, <laughs> up said, at the, you said Chris, you so I just thought Ludacris was appropriate. For it that. was appropriate. Up at the This Is A Place. <laughs> so the Zermont in Midway is doing an old style uh, okay, Christmas market. No, she's just got to do this with Ludacris I'm gonna going do it. now. And that goes the 14th to the 16th. Um, on the 16th is... Uh, oh, hey, remember? His arms are human. Look at those fucking arms. <laughs> Look at what they did. It's just a camera angle. It's no, the way it's that they not. digitally made them. Yeah. I know. It's, He's going like this. They're I gigantic know. fucking arms. Just I like remember. Popeye. It's like Popeye in reverse because it's just his forearms. His biceps don't grow. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> um, so Emily, our good buddy from Indulge Eats, is doing a caramel making class down in Springville mm. at Lemon and Sage. It's $18, and it's limited space, so make sure that you sign up if you want to do that. And trust me, her caramels are definitely worth learning how to make. Right, so I'm done, I'm done with Ludacris. You're good. That's okay. I do want some of those. You know, I haven't had her since... Uh, she came to visit. Yeah. because I come back. That was over a year ago. Well, the thing is, is I'm not like... I'm a fucking old homebody, and I don't leave my house much. And so to go to these things, especially in the wintertime... So it's markets is difficult, and she doesn't have a brick and mortar for me to just go buy shit from. So you can buy it from the Urban Feed on. on See, that just sounds Sandy. like that just sounds like a fucking cattle trough. <laughs> the Urban Feed. <laughs> we throw some seed down, and you stick your head next to other people and eat it on the trough. Yes, you eat caramels. Um, I would totally do that. You, here, th maybe this will get you out people of the house. People bob for apples next to each other, right? City Weekly is doing a beer. A, a reindeer beer crawl so it's fifteen dollars you get to go to five different brewers which is cool because some of the people that come and on our probably show all within a mile of each other yeah some of the people that come on our show say that that's one thing that people should check out are our breweries and so it's fifteen dollars you get your transport you get beer bingo cards um 
I don't remember the other thing, but that's on the 16th. So is the, Weekly. is the goal of that uh, beer crawl to do the pub crawl to do uh, every brewery sampler? Uh, they have brew. They have <laughs> beer sampler games, but I don't know. Do every don't sampler from each brewery. That, that be... might be a hundred dollar a person evening, Jeremy. But I'm down if you're down. <laughs> we might make it through the third, like the second or third. Now we'll get through the third, I'm sure. <laughs> but I don't think we'll walk after that. No. Uh, one last event. Let's fucking try it, dude. For I'm next not day. bringing you home in my car though, because nah, I we can get an Uber. Throw up. We can get an Uber. It's cool. it's not hot outside, so we don't have to worry It'll about freeze. that. Yeah, quickly. Um, so are you guys familiar <laughs> with the names of Robert Kirby and Pat Begley? Uh, yes. Pat Begley for sure. He's Robert the, uh, Kirby for sure too. Yeah, so yeah he's they, also a political cartoonist, isn't yep, he? They're they're humorous for the Salt Lake Tribune, and on the nineteenth at the humorist. Falls. That's what it says. So that's what they're called. It's a political cartoonist. That's what they. That's what they're called. Humorous. Um, at the trolley square humorous. falls. Yes, you do. Falls event center. Um, they are doing a roast of 2017 basically. And so it's $15 at the door to the oh, ahead of time. Good. Yeah, it should. It's a really fun, unique event and to local people that will have a really awesome perspective all around because that's what they do is make political cartoons. I love so. Pat Bagley's cartoons. I've uh, had a conversation with him at a Comic-Con once uh, while looking at various cartoon prints that he had. Remember the one time that I told you to go make bread at the Park City Culinary Institute? Yes. Which is not in Park City. Now you can it's go. In. They're doing, on the 16th, they're doing a candy class. Where's it at, Jeremy? <coughs> Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. It's, it's going to make the episode just. Don't worry it about it. It made Kat laugh hysterically for like 10 minutes. <laughs> so for those of you, you'll, you'll hear it in the interview towards the end. So we asked Kat Palmer, uh, is there anything you don't want to talk about? She says, I don't want to talk about where I live. I don't like people to know where I live. And so we go through the whole interview. We're like, cool. Yeah, that's, that's like that doesn't even come up. 99% of the time when we talk to people, it doesn't even come up. So we're talking, we're talking towards the end. Jess is like, so since you live in blah, blah, blah. And we all just kind of stopped and went like, and then started are you laughing. fucking serious? And Kat started laughing <laughs> hysterically. <laughs> it was so funny. But you guys will hear it. You guys will hear it. We dubbed over it. So don't worry about it. It'll it wasn't awesome. on purpose. I know. But it was funny. But Kat thinks it's Come on, great. you know it was funny. I, you got to admit, Kat thinks it's amazing. She thought that was like the best part of the whole this night. This is the same woman who was like, hey, you look just like my friend Jess. That was the funniest moment <laughs> of my year, I think, actually, because <laughs> it really did happen. Like, and she wasn't even joking. And she wasn't. And drunk, it was amazing. Yeah. No, she wasn't yet because everybody had just gotten to the party. So I was like, "That's amazing!" Because I am I your am friend. <laughs> no, I was like, "Is she really cool?" That's the joke <laughs> now. Is she cool? Hey, so uh, speaking of uh, grabbing the party. <coughs> Um, Whoa. Mr. Trump, <laughs> Mr. Trump was. I don't think uh, we were talking about grabbing parties, just being at them. Oh, I like parties. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump likes to grab parties. Who doesn't love parties? Uh, so, but he was here. He was here on Monday, uh, yesterday. It's probably so, why the inversion came. Yeah, should have been here earlier so he could have fucking choked on it. Uh, piece of shit. Um, anyway, so we actually talked to Cat uh, about her. Uh, her activist art that she did uh, that has gone viral the the Trump go home that was that was Cat uh, Palmer but um, I want to talk about why he was here um, so we talked quite a bit about public lands uh, there's been an ongoing debate 
uh, Bears Ears was was classified as a national monument. Uh, it was rather large, over a million acres. Um, and Donald Trump, so Zinke was here um, sucking Republican dick um, and uh, taking dollars and uh, garnering favors and made a decision to uh, cut the last two national... What the fuck's going on? Over there? <laughs> She's closing her salad. <laughs> the last two national monuments that Democrats have declared and decided to cut them in size dramatically. So President Trump was here to sign an order, basically, that said uh, Grand Staircase Escalante, which was uh, a monument declared by Clinton uh, as as he was uh, finishing up his term, and then uh, Bears Ears, which was Obama's monument that he was finishing up with his term. Um, and shrunk them and split them up into like five national monuments now, uh, much smaller. So the Bears Ears one in particular is what I, is what what I love about this is how it says cheers reverberated through the Utah Capitol Rotunda as President Trump announced dramatic. Who was there, though? Yeah, but they don't mention the 5,000 plus people out Outside on the Capitol protesting. lawn protesting. That closed it. down. Because those people weren't allowed inside. Yeah, it was the legislatures. And they talk about, I've seen, it's funny, because I saw a lot of reports about the rally, the counter rally that was held down in fucking San Juan County and how big it was. And they're like, thousands of people rallied for and against. I'm like, no. If you look at the pictures from San Juan County, it's like 20 fucking old white dudes with their dicks up their butts <laughs> cheering on for Donald Trump. They're drag queens. Including their fucking mayor down there, whatever that, or no, he's a county commissioner. The fuck's his name? It's in here somewhere. And somebody in the audience yells, four more years. So stupid. Are you serious? Serious. Oh, oh it's fucking, it's fucking dumbass Lyman. Uh, what's his name? Jim Lyman down there in, in, uh, oh, yeah. in San Juan County. You know, the, the, oh, Phil Lyman. Phil, Phil Lyman. Lyman. The, the dumbass that fucking got fined like almost a hundred grand for that fucking ATV ride he took through a national monument. Yeah. He was the one leading the charge amongst the 20, uh, older white dudes down in San Juan County. So I'm, it's getting challenged in court. Lawsuits have, have already hit the books. Uh, several lawsuits from environmental groups from, I mean, the, the guy that owns Patagonia, uh, oh, has, he took out a full ad. Oh yeah. Well, and he's, he's backing some of the lawsuits specifically for bears ears. Uh, and so you I, uh, my, my issue was watching the, the live feed. I didn't see all of it, but just him being like, I'm giving it back to the people, and it just... But he's not. That's no, the I know, but the, but the way that he said it, the people that like him will believe that, and that's unfortunate, and is so what the, I'm saying. The argument by the, the legislature and the idiots down in San Juan County um, that are all for you know shrinking these monuments or getting rid of them altogether is public lands, Utah lands should be used for what Utah decides, not what the government decides. But they're public lands, and what's going to happen is they're going to go to fucking oil drillers. They're going to go to miners. Well, uh, and you have – we haven't talked about it on the show, but you have all of the horse wrangling that's going on down there. Yeah, that, with all the wild horse Yeah, population. and, you know, that's it's, it's a huge part of it too. So, And when I have friends in California that are posting, like, get J Chris Stewart out of office so he stops touching things. So speaking of Chris Stewart, so in the You know the what? When we that, have other so many other people from other states are wanting our legislators to get away – Come on, so, Utah, wake the fuck up. So speaking of Chris Stewart, so in, in the wake of that, Stewart, uh, this morning, well, today, this afternoon, uh, announced a new piece of legislation into Congress that will make um, Grand Staircase National Monument, a, a chunk of that, a national park. 
uh, and all the things that come along with that, which are roads, restroom facilities, park rangers, all that kind of shit. Doesn't that defeat the purpose of what it was? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. So I don't know that it's necessarily a bad thing. He actually says, look, if we're going to label it, let's label it a national park. Let's get the resources and the funding to make sure that it's preserved. Because right now it's a national monument. You can go and do whatever the fuck you want over there pretty much. Uh, there's some restrictions. You can't write ATVs through it, that sort of thing. By putting roads, you're allowing people to see it. Um, and hopefully it doesn't get like Zion, uh, where it's so crowded that they're talking about capping attendance, reducing the number of people that can come in, um, increasing the rates, that sort of thing. So maybe there's some good in that. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I haven't read a lot. He just announced it today. So it's it's fresh, kind of hot off the presses. Like, in fact, Jess sent me the article today. The one I read this morning said he was going to announce something. And then she sent me the article that, that he actually announced what it was. So That's because she's right on top of it. So Chris Stewart actually also introduced legislation. Um, and he's, for those of you who don't know, Chris Stewart is a, is a Utah representative in, in the uh, U.S. Uh, Congress. So he introduced uh, legislation earlier. I don't think it was this week. I was, actually, it was last week. The beginning of last week with... Uh, uh, Suzanne Bonamici uh, out of Oregon. She's a Democratic out of, Democrat out of Oregon, uh, dealing with sexual harassment uh, on Capitol Hill. So one of the things that has gone on is when there is a sexual harassment claim on Capitol Hill. Um, part of what happens is when there's settlements and things like that. Part of the litigation process is you can't release the names of uh, perpetrators uh, if there's a taxpayer-funded settlement in place. They want to reverse that and make it so that you can. So you can now sue the the capital for sexual harassment, and you can speak publicly about it. Um, now, Mia Love, good old Mia oh Love, my God, that woman, outraged. Uh, last <laughs> week, uh, yeah, she said she's outraged by the use of taxpayer money to settle sexual harassment cases in Congress. Well, guess what, bitch? You work for the U.S. government when an employer has a harassment claim filed against them and something like a sitting U.S. senator, it's his fifth fucking harassment claim and he manages to stay there. The people voted for him. The people can pay for that settlement for the person that was sexually harassed or sexually harassed. Well, and maybe when they finally can release the names, hopefully, you know, unless you're in Alabama, people vote them out of, they vote them out of the office and then you don't have to settle five sexual harassment claims. Yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's... there's, And you know what? There's, like, insurance money for that shit, too. Well, but I don't... That's just it. I don't know that the... I don't think that the U.S. House of Representatives or, or Congress in general has that kind of insurance. Maybe they should indemnify themselves that way. But um, where else are you going to pay for it? Like, you can only go after a congressman for so much. And maybe, just maybe, if, if taxpayers start to see this, they'll go, hmm... I've just paid a shit ton in settlements for Roy Moore fucking underage girls. Maybe I shouldn't vote for his dumb ass. Yeah, but they won't. No, because that correlation's not well, there. Well, especially because, you know, Trump is like, vote for Roy Moore. And Hatch is like, vote for Roy Moore. To be fair, Hatch didn't say vote for Roy Moore. He said, I understand why Trump said that, because we need all the votes we can get. Which is essentially vote for him. Yeah. Which is like, well, I don't want to say he's a good guy because, you know, my Mormons back home might not like me as much. But, uh, God, what a piece of shit. Every time I talk about Roy Moore, I just want to fucking go down in Alabama and stab him. <laughs> well, I'm not going to do it. I just want to. It's different. 
Just because I want to do something doesn't mean it happens. I'm not Cat Palmer. A <laughs> <laughs> um, couple other things. So uh, Ogden, Ogden's airport up there, they've got uh, a bunch of flights. One of them that they had was a uh, nonstop flight from Ogden to Las Vegas. Doesn't seem like much, but it's a small regional airport, and having a nonstop flight to a, a destination like Las Vegas seems sensible. Well, Allegiant Air, who operated that flight, is canceling it or suspending it. They suspending say. it, seasonal suspension, because they're not getting the ridership. It's only been in which two, is so weird because you would, yeah, you would think that. Well, Idaho's pretty close. There's some casinos nearby, a lot faster than Vegas. Yeah, but Vegas know. is Vegas. There's casinos in Idaho. Indian casinos, like Black uh, reservation. Black yeah, Blackfoot has one. Hmm. I think it's just video poker and slot machines, though. I don't know if they have any table games. Is that the only one in? We insure Idaho? some casinos where I work. Some cool. reservation. Plus, there's a lottery there, so I mean, you can go up and get beer and lottery tickets, and it's like Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably see a show somewhere. Ten scratches in the like parking Mormon lot. Mormon Vegas. <laughs> So I thought that was interesting uh, to see that. Idaho, um, Utah's Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Wendover. Pocatello. Where people who live in Salt Lake go to feel bad about themselves. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know. Okay, so. All right, so I have to, I have to explain this because uh, I've been to Atlantic City. I've been to Vegas. I've been to Wendover. I've been to Reno. Um been to all those different destinations. Been to Branson, Missouri. There's no gambling there, but it's there's <coughs> comparables I've talked about. Can you so, drink there though? Uh, in Branson, yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> not many restaurants. You you have to probably go get it from a liquor store and, and hmm. drink. Um, Lots of incentives is, to go there. Yeah, if you like uh, if you like Jeebus, be like Jeebus and family time and gift shops. Happy birthday, Jesus! Gift <laughs> shops in every fucking restaurant. Anyway, my story is not about Branson, Missouri. It's like the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah, they are. Every restaurant's like the Cracker Barrel. It's ridiculous. Uh, so my Atlantic City. Uh, Atlantic City is this weird place where the casinos are as nice as Vegas, but they don't really have the shows that Vegas has and, and all the extracurricular stuff that Vegas has. It is like... It is like. Did you use the air quote extracurricular? Did I see that? I didn't air quote it. I was, just, oh, okay. I was just talking with my, my big hands. Um Thank God you're not Trump. Yeah, I mean, tiny hands over here. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, if you've ever been to Wendover, it's like how people act in Wendover, where it's just tuned yes. in, it's just gambling yeah, but and it's, drinking. It's nothing. I mean, Atlantic City is nothing now. Over the last probably five to ten years, it's. It's, it's, they've lost some casinos. It's still yeah. fairly, you know, there's still a destination. It's still a boardwalk like town, yeah. but. But it's, uh, the casinos, they're nice, big, beautiful casinos, and it is nothing but people just there to gamble and drink. There's nothing else going on. It's like the it's same weird. charge of it's New weird. Jersey. It's really New Jersey. Weird. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So that's my, my little tidbit on Atlantic City. It has nothing to do with Utah, though. <laughs> <laughs> Neither does Vegas. Yes, but two people that are on this podcast has been that are in Utah have been to Atlantic City. So there you I've go. been there a few times. Uh, okay, so uh, we talked. It's the giving season. It's Christmas time. Uh, there are. I just found this this bit that I wanted to share. Uh, some local Utah based charities that you can give to. So Catholic Community Services of Utah. CCS. Um, you can give to them. They do all kinds of shit um, from, you know, I like that stuff they work with the to, refugees. 
Yeah, that's one of, of my favorite work. parts of, of Catholic community services is they do a lot of refugee work. Uh, there's the Christmas box house. Um, so it was, uh, it's a safe place for Utah children. Um, so they, wow, last year they served 8,400 children and teens who were victims of abuse. That is the saddest statistic. Or homelessness. That's in the state of Utah. That is crazy, crazy stuff. Um, so they operate out of Salt Lake, Ogden, and Moab. Uh, there's the Road Home. So the Road Home is an organization. It's not just a place. Uh, and they do a big, the Road Home does a big drive every year with the radio stations, um, with, with Broadway Media, uh, and I think others too outside of yeah, Broadway Media. So, um, so th- that's their big fundraiser for the year. We talk about them uh, a bunch. Uh, their Startup Santa. So they have, uh, they do reading, children's books and stuff uh, for low-income families. Uh, so 87,000 books. Uh, I never thought about that. Year. Yeah, if you don't have a really, if you don't have a disposable income, you're probably not buying your kids cool, cute little books and stuff. And that goes a long way. Kids that read early or read too early seem to develop better and can maybe help get out of that situation. Well, because it doesn't matter what you're doing in learning, you have to be able to have a certain level of reading comprehension, even if you're learning math. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is a mind-boggling number. Utah Food Bank. Every dairy, 392,000 Utahns wow. are at risk for missing a meal. What's even the fucking population of our state? I'm yeah, up. but the 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 statistic after that is even more alarming that one in six Utah children are unsure where their next meal is coming that from. That means, Jeremy, so. if we put my family and your family together, one of them's afraid one of, of missing a meal. It's probably Jeremy's family. <laughs> <laughs> He's got more kids, but they do have chickens and dogs if they they get desperate. So Utah, it's probably Sean. Have you seen how skinny that double zero child is? Yeah, Utah census data uh, in 2016, 3.05 million. So let's call it three million, and we're talking 400,000 people. Just using averages, numbers. That's fucking unbelievable. That many people in the state are are at risk for missing meals. That's just so. So you have the so you have the Utah Food Bank, but there's also another really cool program that are, is for kids, and it's called Kids Eat, and they build backpacks that they give to kids that the kids can have on the weekends mm-hmm. that have their weekend meals for them. It's it's she just started it last year. It's super awesome. Well, that's one of Our, the things that Bree's work is yeah, doing. Yeah, so we do it at, at my work. We do a charity thing every year instead of like giving every, each other gifts. And this year, do people we, bring in porn? <laughs> no, no they porn. Give it to the homeless. It's a very. It, I work for an insurance company. It's very conservative. Nobody admits to doing to they, watching porn. When they bring the porn, they hand it out to the homeless people that hang out on the front. But line. what they do is <laughs> is to keep them busy. When the kids go on their Christmas break, if you hey, think Jack about it, they're like th- <laughs> it's like three weeks long, right? That's disgusting. Okay, Chris and I, I read a, our own little I read, a, I read a thing today on Snapchat, so just preface with that, but it was talking about how healthy masturbation is for people. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back to the story. So they, Sorry to mess they put up together like kids with masturbation. They put together very, very specific things and they send them with a reusable grocery bag, um, cereal that can be eaten without milk. Yep. Um, granola bars, dried fruit snacks, all that kind of stuff. Because for two to three weeks, these kids are off on break. And if they're relying on, you know, the breakfast at the school and the lunch at the school, and they usually don't get dinner and stuff. I mean, 
imagine that. a That's kid a not eating meals. for days. Like you're talking kids that are their parents are like, okay, well we can feed you once this week, so we'll we'll feed you on Christmas Day. Here you go, here's some food. So um, we we adopted a bunch of them, and the board cleared out so fast with people taking them that we filled up a whole nother board. Cool. And so we've got one of our whole our whole empty offices now. She's got it all segregated out into all of the different categories of cereal and granola, and she's got it all organized in bags of. You know, the reusable bags and stuff. So sometime, I think, at the end of, maybe not next week, maybe the beginning of the week after that, she'll take all of that stuff and they'll put those bags together. So another another good Utah place to donate to is Volunteers of America, Utah. Uh, so they serve more than 10,000 people dealing with homelessness, addiction, and mental illness. They also run the Youth Resource Center, which is Utah's first ever around-the-clock emergency shelter for kids ages 15 to 22. Oh, that's amazing. So, and this is really cool. They've set up an Amazon wish, oh, oh, wish list registration. Oh, I on Amazon. Give, That's so cool. Items. And we yep. convinced Jeremy to get his, you know, Amazon Prime. Prime, so now he can get something and ship it for free. <laughs> hey, Chris, I need you to order me something from Wish. <laughs> what is it? A vibrator? Because I'm not looking at those anymore on Wish. <laughs> <laughs> Fucks up my feed. Like every time I click on something. So I learned this. I've learned this the hard way. Like I'm like, what the hell is that? And so I click on the image. And it like opens up and I'm like, oh, that's fucking weird. And so I go back and then now suddenly the rest of my feed is like, like fucking sex chairs and vibrators stuff. and stuff. So there was one that I clicked on because I didn't like quite get the picture, like what it was, because there's four little pictures. So one of them, it's all, it's some weird, some weird fucking like sex position swing chair thing. The wedge. But the last picture, <laughs> the, no, there are plenty of those though. But the last <laughs> picture of the four was her using the thing as a laptop desk. <laughs> Like the same like computer generated just like fake woman in bikini, but instead of being in like a sex position, she's just got a laptop on top of this thing. Like the other three pictures are all sex positions, and then using a laptop. And it's now, multi-purpose. And now his his feed is all full of yeah. And so then for toys. like for like three days, I'm like God, I just need to click on like sports stuff and like and even if you don't want to look at it, Legos just... and electronics. Oh shit, that's a vibrator, not a cell phone. <laughs> Like, I, I was showing Jeff how to use it. So I was telling him, I'm like, be careful what you click on. I'm like, we're just going to sit here and click on things like flashlights and stuff for a while so we can get your feed going. I'm like, but be careful because well, it's like, dangerous. Why would you ever buy anything like that off of a site like that? Because Anyways. it's completely nondescript when it arrives to your house. When you buy it, it so just goes to So is if wish. you buy it anywhere else. Uh, you know what? Usually when they send things like that, like they, they, that's what they specialize in. It's like a plain brown wrapper that says, yeah. you know, hey, three haulings work. I don't know. Or you just go to a local store and buy it. Yeah, to be fair, I don't know how they send vibrators and pocket pussies. I've never bought one online. I have. But I'm I'm just saying, <laughs> like, so my buddy Jack was like, you know, I figured that out the hard way. I was looking at stuff and I had clicked on something. And then my daughter's like, hey, can I look through your wish? <laughs> and he's like, nope. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> so what do I need to order you off a of wish? It's We've, just a jacket. Oh, that's fine. Jackets are yeah. cool. I don't get enough clothing in my feed. I I, mine clothing. is like all clothes and I saved shoes the picture, and stuff. So 
I'll give it to you. Except I can it give it to her. comes from China and takes three months. Yeah, no, it doesn't. In a hurry. It doesn't ever take three months. Like my stuff's usually here in a. In I just a got a notification that my chair covers so. just were delivered to our patio while we've been talking. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, no, they they're. But the one thing you have to remember is hopefully I didn't fucking kill us. I was just playing with this mouse. Oh, I think I turned it off. Anyway, the one thing you have to remember with Wish is. It is direct from China, and it is probably the stuff that didn't pass their their tests. And I did get one thing, though, it'll probably have like asbestos in it or something. Well, no, like I just think they're they're most of the stuff tends to be like extra production runs off of something they made for someone. I don't care. It has, but it's not. It's not labeled. The arms. Yeah, it's it's not labeled, and sometimes it's like the the rejects from the inspection process that you get. Some of us are just rejects. Okay. Sometimes they cancel stuff, but so I paid through my PayPal and I already got the refund for the one thing that I bought that they had to cancel. So I think it's pretty legit. Today we have the pleasure of uh, interviewing Kat Palmer, who is, uh, she's a lot of things. You're a lot of things, Kat. It's true. I really liked Art Activist, though, this week, and I was like, that's what I'm going to write down. (laughs) Thank you. That's really cool. That's an easy one that I I do identify as, as an art activist. You take pictures, I hear? I do. I'm a photographer (laughs) full-time. Okay, first question right out of the gate. How many times a day do you poop? Um, Well, it depends on the day. Always (laughs) twice in the morning, and usually, if I'm really lucky, I'll get a third, like, early afternoon. I'm a morning to afternoon pooper. (laughs) <laughs> very regular that's good thanks for asking being regular is good well you said <laughs> i could ask that question so <laughs> i wanted to get that one out just right out of the gate start with the hard hitting stuff the only reason i said it is because i enjoy making people feel uncomfortable <laughs> yeah in the wrong podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about poop you're not gonna make me feel uncomfortable uh, that's that's for sure i'll find it i'll find the thing yeah we'll see, we'll see. you know what makes me uncomfortable is bitcoin Bitcoin is the oh, one. Right really? Oh my God. You would not like our house because we have one coming on 10 days. What a machine. A Bitcoin machine? My partner's obsessed. <laughs> Just a data mining <laughs> box? He is obsessed. I don't know, but like he, yeah, he tells me lots of things that I don't understand about it. So I've always, uh, everyone has that technology that like they just, they draw the line at. For some people, some older people, it was cell phones. And then for some people, like a little bit less old, it was like smartphones. So they still have those like jitterbug phones. <laughs> the um, jitterbug. If you're like 85. I mean, for my dad, it was digital anything. Um, <laughs> this sounds like me, actually. You're like describing me. So I, I think my technology is Bitcoin because it's, I, I mean, I understand it, but it's so nebulous that I'm like, ah, it's stupid. I still have a t- like a thousand VHSs. Like I, I really have a hard time with DVDs. <laughs> you still have a VHS player? I have a VHS I have three. Player. I do too. <laughs> you should collect them because uh, they're hard to find these days. Yeah, I have three. <laughs> I have one, and okay. I refuse to get Just, rid of it. So like, what is I the, still watch a VHS. Just go to Savers. There's lots of them. So what is the newest VHS that you watch? Newest movie on VHS? Well, I don't really watch movies, um, but just in general. Um, so let's see here. Uh, it was probably Hocus Pocus. Was that on VHS? No, let's see here. What, what did, we watched something recently that was on VHS. Uh, maybe the O'Malley uh, and the Little People. Uh, uh, what was that called? Darby Jacob O'Gill and the Little yeah, People? Yeah, that one. Yeah. How old is that movie? 19... Um, it's... Sean, Sean 59. Sean, 19, 1959. Oh. Sean, Sean Connery's first movie. He was 28, I believe. Well, I meant like, it. what's the newest VHS tape that you own, like in terms of oh. when it was released? Oh, um, <laughs> sorry, that was that the worst a, answer. No, well, it was a bad, it was a bad worded question, a poorly worded question. Um, the newest one, I, I don't know. I seriously own a lot. Um, probably ones from the 80s. 
would be my guess. Maybe 90s. Yeah. I mean, once you get to like 2005, they don't exist, right? Just, just, just but I don't really watch new movies, so that's not a problem for me. Oh, so you're good. That you're was good. a cutoff date. was 2005. That's, that's the one I made random, up. That's a random. Oh. I'm just going to say that's a random fact <laughs> that you know. She poops three times a day. I pull shit out of my ass <laughs> all day. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> and I have 10 toes. Huh? That was a great joke. That was a great comment. <laughs> it was pretty good, but it was totally, totally just right by me. <laughs> and no one knows what we're talking about. So we'll we'll move on to talking about Kat. So Kat, uh, for those of you that don't know, um, when we say activist photographer, explain that. Uh, basically things that I care about um, on whatever level. It's, sometimes it's social issues. Sometimes it's political issues. Um, I create art and lately time out 2006. I just want you to know that was wow. the last that scene. Was that was really that's that's impressive. I, I think I deserve a fucking award for I, that. I, I might. It's your damn technology. I'm drawing the line. Holy cow. <laughs> that's very impressive. So close. Lucky guess. That's okay. Sorry. It's educated. It's yeah. okay. So yeah, basically just things I care about, um, whether it be politically or socially, um, I gather usually at this point large groups of people and do something with that and it gives others an outlet uh you know art is therapeutic and so i've covered everything from self-esteem and self-body issues to keep the politicians out of our vaginas um i've done a three-part series of that over six years and most recently so is that i gotta ask you is that like keeping roy moore out of vaginas oh, or is that well, that's a, different... a totally different thing <laughs> yeah. yeah that's so bad that's keeping kids out yeah that's so just so bad. that's where kids come from did you know that jess the from vagina. vaginas well that's part of the process <laughs> I would... they fall out of there <laughs> if you're the duggers they just kind of trickle out, out. So uh, and then most recently the go the go home Trump uh, that we did uh, on the lawn of the state capitol on Sunday morning. Oh, that was Sunday morning. I was thinking that was yesterday. No, we we purposely did it Sunday morning so it would be viral by the time he got here. I think it worked well because it definitely went viral. Yeah, it was good. How often does that happen with your pieces? Uh, This is the first time officially. Um, There's there was a series. I couldn't. It can't say that this other thing went viral at all. I mean, it's only had like six hundred thousand views. Um, but there was a thing that Ozzy came out and filmed me. And then, um, at that point it had like 70,000 views, which is definitely not viral. And, uh, then Upworthy picked it up and I think it's about 600,000 now. That's still not. It's still not really viral. viral. It's yeah. big. But it's big. It's nice, but it's not, not like this. This was picked up by almost everyone. So let me ask you this. When you have a picture like that, that goes viral that, that you've, you've produced, are you getting any kind of royalties on that? Oh God, no. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, (laughs) my goal eventually is to be able to make a full time living doing just my art. Uh, right now I still have to shoot, you know, weddings, portraits to, I got bills to pay. Stupid senior pictures, baby pictures. I don't do babies. Nope. Do you, (laughs) do you do pets? Nope. I love pets. Pets. I will shoot. Oh, I shouldn't say I will shoot them all day long. I, <laughs> pets. <laughs> I love photographing pets. In fact, uh, Friday, I'm, I'm bringing my lights and going and setting up to shoot the dog, Max. Um, but babies, no. Mm-mm. No. Okay. You can't pay me enough babies. to do to, sh- to photograph babies. babies. Yeah, That's a pain in the ass. Babies it's hard. And people think just because you have a camera, you take photos of everything, and you don't. So I have a, I have a baby photographer that... She does a great job. So anybody that wants me to do it, I send them to her. Um, and it's confusing for people because I love maternity photos. I think that's great. And then they have the baby and I'm like, nope. <laughs> 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 I only want to shoot it when it's in you. <laughs> so. 
Well, that's the only time Republicans want to protect it. So. <laughs> oh yeah, they're you know they're pro birth. They're actually not pro life. Yeah. Once the child's born, they don't they don't give two shits. So. Not at all. Uh, so okay, so so what happens then when when these go they'll go viral for you because it's a it's a little different. It's not it's not viral in the sense that there's some YouTube video out there, right? right? It it basically the the purpose of this was just to send a message that just because we're a red state, because you have to realize the rest of the nation and the rest of the world thinks that we are full Trump supporters. And it was just a message to say we're not. That, yes, we may have contributed to voting him into office, but that does not mean that all of our state supports him. And so for this, this wasn't a thing for me to make money off of. In fact, like Democracy Now! picked it up and they didn't give me any sort of credit. They didn't mention my name once that I was the artist. Oh, see, that's lame. I know. <laughs> and uh, so, and then there's a lot of like big named people, which I don't know who they are, but that are sharing it and talking about it, but again, not saying that I'm the artist. So um, I have watermarked images out there, but uh, um, the, a lot of people are sharing the image from the Tribune. So, um, but that's okay because at the end of the day, it got the attention we needed it to. So, it's Same. totally well, okay. You didn't do it to go viral. Yeah, I was going to say, when you do something like that. We did do it to go viral. Oh. No, we absolutely, that was our intent. We had, it was very calculated. Um, we wanted to send a very clear message to the rest of the nation that we do not want him here. And we do not want, we, I mean, we want his tiny hands off of our land. I mean, ultimately. Those are my favorite posters from the protests. Yeah. Mine too. So, yeah, we just, so no, we absolutely did it to go viral. So. Well, congratulations on succeeding. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Very goal-oriented. What are some <laughs> of the other pieces that you've done? Uh, people would recognize uh, the <coughs> Last Supper with the 12 Badasses of Salt Lake City. Um, I shot that two years ago, just over two years ago this September. And other things people recognize me from a lot of the times is um, I did a series with shaved, heads, shaved head women. I had 14 women shave their heads for me. Um, the Salt Flats, a lot of people recognize the Salt Flats series. Um, Keep the Politicians Out of Our Vaginas has been most recent and fairly huge over the last six years. And every time it seems like, you know, every four years our bodies, not your body, but my body goes under attack, <laughs> my uterus specifically. And uh, politicians love to use that as their platforms and talking about our bodies. And so uh, it gives me a lot of... Uh, I guess a lot to work with with my art. Politicians open their mouths and art happens. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I've I've done a I don't know a variety of series that people uh, and then there's Rainbow Jesus. People love Rainbow Jesus. <laughs> so we released that on Marriage Equality Day when it went. I think it was uh, June 25th or 24th, a couple years ago. Um, so how do you get people to help you? Because your your art is is all people. It's all people taking pictures or having their picture taken rather how do you get people to to join in and, and do that sort of thing with you um we just announce it and people show up um usually uh, i'm very organized so if it's a like for example and i'll only because i'm doing this for free right like i'm not it's a lot of work um and, and eventually with these prints i mean i do make you know some money back but never never enough to pay the bills or really you know my art is basically self-sustaining so if i put a thousand dollars into a project i'll usually see a thousand dollars back and so my art is self-sufficient, I guess. Um, but it usually takes a while before I see 
it being self-sufficient. It's not self-sufficient the next day. But I will put word out and people sign up. Uh, this is where social media is my friend. And I'll just say I'm doing this and people sign up. And I cut it off. Like I won't, I won't sit and shoot for free for like a week <laughs> straight. You know, I'll pick like two days or one day. Like we did this in one day and we'll do it that way. And then uh, with working with me, they, they get a digital image that they can print off and keep for themselves. So it's kind of a cool. trade off, you know. Yeah. But sure. I've never had issues with finding people. Even even when people had to get naked for me and have me write on their bodies, it's it, it's fairly easy to find people that want to express themselves through art. So you're doing it for a cause, and people are so passionate about that. It I don't imagine that it's a second thought at all. Right. It, like I said, it's an outlet. Um, usually, if I'm upset about something, there's lots of other people also upset. So. Yeah, that's one thing a lot of people forget. You're not usually alone in your thoughts when it comes to stuff like that. Right. Uh, in fact, my next project, I'm going to be um, casting vulvas, and I have no shortage of women that are <laughs> willing for me to put plaster on their vulvas. So, You've been working on that one for a long time. Yeah, it's finally, finally starting. Uh, it's been on the back burner for a while, and uh, the person funding it and involved with it had to be a silent partner, um, and she no longer has to be silent, so that's kind of cool. That is really cool. So who are you outside of your art, outside of taking <laughs> pictures? Who who am I? Um, I, I mean, do you want me to use like like adjectives or I mean, what do you mean exactly? <laughs> well, I mean, where did you come from? You've always been in Utah. Oh, OK. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to like list like things I identify <laughs> with. Oh, no, we can do it either way. <laughs> you can do I'm very literal, too. so I really wasn't sure what you meant. Um I know, born and raised in uh, Orange County, California, uh, moved here in 2001 when I was 21, so 16, almost 17 years ago. Um, what I, brought you here? Uh, my grandparents. Uh, Utah was the last place I ever thought I'd live. <laughs> I actually made a list. I got married really young, and I made a list of places I wanted to live and then places I would never live, and Utah was at the top of places <laughs> I would never live. <laughs> I didn't know how cool Salt Lake City was, though, for the record. I thought all of Utah was Provo. The Provo is getting cooler. But in the 90s, it wasn't that cool. Um, and so I I didn't realize that there's this underground scene, good food, good music, culture. I had no idea. It's I, not so underground either in Salt Lake anymore. Not anymore. And when I first moved here, it was. But, um, you know, it's evolved. And so my grandma and grandpa, they raised me and... Uh, they moved out here in 2000 and they sold my childhood home and I just bawled the entire night that they left. And I told my <laughs> husband at the time, I was like, we've got to move to Utah. So we sold our house a year later and uh, came out here. It wasn't until I wasn't a photographer then, you know, I um, it wasn't until I think 2004, 2005 that I even picked up a camera again. Um, I was the breadwinner in California and I was doing a real serious job. <laughs> and not taking any pictures. So um, I, had, I had taken a break for like five years from doing any photography. But yes, yeah, so I've lived here for 16, 17 years. I mean, it's home, you know. The, the, second, the last half of my um, leg from my knee to my ankle is the Salt Lake City skyline. So I loved oh, it wow. enough to put it on my leg, <laughs> temple and all. <laughs> it's such a great picture, though. That skyline is just, it's beautiful. iconic, right? It's beautiful. I think we have a gorgeous skyline. I love the state capitol. And when you can actually see our skyline, when <laughs> we're not dealing with the inversion, it is gorgeous. 
So, well, it's uh, it's going to start up uh, for those of you that live in Utah and in the Salt Lake area. It's we're coming. not today. It, today, today's the first day of of gray skies for who knows how long. Yeah, but let's remember, porn is way more important. Than yeah, that that's my representative, by the way, is Todd <laughs> Weiler, who declared porn a health crisis. And I'll, I'll tell you what, when I shook his hand this last session, I bit my tongue and didn't tell him I'd been masturbating with that same hand to porn that morning. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think you should have said, "Hey, I'm trying to build relationships inside of my vagina." I know. Planet. I'm trying to build relationships. I'm like, "Don't do it. Don't do it." He's such a fucking tool. I, I can't know. stand that guy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's let's talk because you you've got some stuff going on with the air quality, right? Well, it's the only group I actually belong to is the Salt Lake's uh, Air Protectors, and it is uh, mainly Native Rand Group. Um, and we, in fact, they're having their uh, their fundraiser on the 17th of December, and it's essentially free to go to it. They would love a donation, and uh, but they have a lot of uh, Native dancers. It's going to be Native-led emceeing and uh, music. It's going to be amazing. So a lot of the stuff that was seen at the rally Saturday with, for protecting bears' ears, a lot of those folks are going to be there that night. Um, yeah. So, yeah, air quality is really important to me. Um, I don't even know how many years I've been working on that on a, on a legislative level. Um, but I mean, I can be on that soapbox forever, which I won't do to you guys. <laughs> but, yes. It's really important to me. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's a, it's an important facet. We, you know, we, we are called the new Utah podcast. That is a facet of, of living in Utah and specifically in the Salt Lake areas. We've talked about it at length yeah. on our show. So you know, December mm-hmm. and January, when people ask me about visiting, I was telling them, yeah, just come in February. If you're going to come in the winter, don't come in in December or January. Right. Well, I think what we really, honestly, the only thing I think that we can do to to change the politicians' minds is make it a money thing. And right now, you've got Silicon Slopes, right? And they want the best and the brightest here working here in Utah County. People, they come out and visit and they see that air. Yeah. They're done. They They cannot recruit people out here. And that's a problem for our economy. So um, hopefully, if we can start hitting it at that level, we'll start paying attention. Yeah, I think that's a valid point. I mean, no one wants to bring their family or start a family out here and have their kids get asthma in a year. Right. Which is very real. Right. And I am positive I've lost two friends to this air. So maybe there needs to be lawsuits happening suing them. Yeah. I mean, going going after the government, going after the, the big, and it's all the industries down in Davis County for the most part. Right. Well, for 20 years, uh, our our government turned its heads as they were not following EPA guidelines. Yeah. So, yeah. If you make it about money, that's when all of a sudden. Well, that's the only time they're going to care. Yeah. That's the only time they're going to care. They don't give a the shit about you or me. So, I printed out one of my favorite. Uh, Bunch of Native Americans and gas masks. Projects that you did. For yeah. This was for pandas and for the Salt Lake City Air Protectors. Yeah. Um, this was all uh, arranged by Carl Moore who is uh, right here in the image. And uh, um, yeah, these images um, are only used for this group. Um, But yeah, just because uh, we didn't want to exploit anybody, you know, but they're they're an amazing group anyhow. Is Pandos the group that is leading the fundraiser? Uh, No, it's it's the Salt Lake City Air Protectors that that are leading it. And uh, these, these fine folks all belong to it, so... Good deal. So you, outside of your art, are you, are you actively involved in, in protests and, and things like that on a regular basis? or is Yeah, I mean, fa- fairly regular. A lot of stuff for, um, you know, getting justice for like Patrick Harmon uh, with Black Lives Matters and uh, 
um, you know, we were there at the bear, the, the rally for the monuments this Saturday. I did the women's March. Um, it's, it's wild because there's been a whole heck of a lot more protest and activism in the last year than I've seen in the last 10 years that I've been doing stuff. Um, and I don't get out to everything. I mean, I don't know that anybody could get out to everything. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yesterday I didn't do any protests. Um, most of my friends were there, so I got to see and hear a lot through them, but I, I had to take a day off like after this weekend and I needed to be with my family. Like I'd spent so much time on activism all weekend, you know, but yeah, I, I get out to a fair amount um, of stuff. How does your family feel about it? Um, my kids, <laughs> my kids um, they asked me the other day, they're like, mom, on Saturday when we're heading up there, and my kids were the ones in the gas masks, if you happen to be at that rally. Um, they're like, mom, why do we hang out at this castle so much? <laughs> <laughs> I love your kids. I'm like, why are we always here? <laughs> um, they, I, they always have a choice to go. Um, you know, we, we do slut walk. I, I'm on the committee for slut walk. And... Um, they always have a choice to go to things, um, and mo more often than not, they want to. They want to attend. They really like having any excuse to wear gas masks. So <laughs> you make them wear gas masks. No, they just no. Like, okay, I don't want anyone <laughs> to know who you are. Put these on. They just really like them. Um, yeah, and we'll have family night. Like we'll sit and make T-shirts or signs. You know, and they just wear the gas mask the whole time. Usually not the whole time, but a good <laughs> a good portion on and off. They'll have them on. Um, clean air rallies. They did it for this Bears Ears rallies. Uh, they don't do them for Slut Walk. We usually just make t-shirts and signs for that. Have you ever taken them to like the Army-Navy surplus store and blown their minds with the number of gas masks um, available? <laughs> honestly, they usually don't have as much of a variety that I own. Like I own a lot. <laughs> so um, I don't I don't know Edwards. that my kids... Well, no, I'm, I'm very familiar with Smith & Edwards, of course. <laughs> uh, but I don't know that much impresses my children because, of, I don't know, our home. So <laughs> nothing's kind of as cool as, you know, having 20 gas masks on the wall from all around the world, you know. So, yeah, that's, I mean, they bring their friends over and their friends are like, mm, yeah, I don't know if I can come back over. <laughs> yeah. Our, our teenage daughter, like her friends are like, hmm, this is an interesting house because we have a mannequin all done up, an Anthony Granado mannequin that's all painted with a gas mask right there when you first walk in. And um, people either love or are freaked out by our house. There's like no in between. So a good lesson for the kids. If they're freaked out by it, it's good. Just don't talk to them anymore. Yeah, They're probably not worth it. And then I have I have a partner of the last two years, and uh, he's right there with me, um, involved with everything. Oftentimes, donating his time, making videos, and getting word out. And so, I don't know that I could date somebody long term if they weren't super involved with me. You know, he wasn't really into activism work before we were dating, but he's certainly into it now. And and not by me forcing him either. He's just as passionate about it now. So. And that's just crazy important to me in, in a romantic relationship. So, yeah. Well, I think you have to you have to be willing to do things with each other and enjoy them, not just do them. Right. I would I would hate it if he was just doing it to do it, you know. But his heart's there, and and oftentimes I feel like he's a better feminist than I am. So, <laughs> it's <laughs> totally like, possible. No, he uh, he will remind me of things and say, "Why? Why does this matter? Like, why is this an issue?" And I'm like, "Oh gosh, you're right." So, so why? Why do you love gas masks? I mean, that's that's a lot of gas masks to just have. Like, what what is it about them? Are you, like, have you had issues with like tear gas attacks in your house? No, no. But um, it's it, it, the best way to describe it. I mean, even looking around this house right now, like I see this person collects. You know, they're into 
to, um, you know, comic book stuff or like, uh, you know, like so very specific things. Um, so it's kind of like that, but also just aesthetically, it's incredibly pleasing to me. So like some people are really into like flowers, you know, or jewelry, you know, I'm not into either of those things. Did you just look at me for flowers? No, I don't know why. Oh. I'm just trying to include you <laughs> no, in the conversation. Him. Oh, I'm like, I'm just looking just around. Like randomly like looked over <laughs> at Do me you like flowers? Of your, it's because of your, your bling on your headband. But I do like your headband. Sends your flowers. And okay. Well, like she, does flowers. Like, she does like getting flowers for sure. I do like getting ah. flowers. But the house, I don't know weird. if you've been to our house before, Jeremy, but there aren't <laughs> a lot of twice. flowers in our house. That's true. You kill every plant. Yes, I do. do. Yeah, so, so people, I don't know, they they often, I don't know, for me it's just very aesthetically pleasing. pleasing. Like some people like sunsets. I like gas masks. Like it's just pretty to me. And um, I started using it in my art because I was covering up women's mouths with anything I could find, duct tape, surgical masks, gas masks, and in my artwork. Sorry, I should clarify. In my right. artwork. You did. You did. You said okay, right. I did. Not, not just like in general, like in life. I just go around covering women's mouths. No, but when your daughter's <laughs> friends come over, that's like a first thing. You're like, okay, let's see how this one fits. Right. And so I um, I don't know. And it just it start. I had the the gas masks from that shoot. And then from there, I was, I was dating a guy that he every month would buy me a gift and instead of the traditional gifts he would buy me a gas mask so from around the world so that's so cool <laughs> yeah and, and honestly i, I would appreciate <laughs> that your more that's than anything so masks. and i'm still collecting people send them to me people will find them and they send them to me i've never purchased <laughs> one on my own so they've all been gifts i sent you a picture of the one around you yeah stuff. and i love it when people think of me they think of me when they see them they'll take a picture they'll send it to me um yeah, so I yeah I love them. I collect them. So it's an interesting collection. It's one of those collections that will probably never be worth any kind of real money down the line. I don't know. Um, uh, some of them are like five hundred dollars. Well, I'm, some of them are probably like, like so expensive, like World War Two relics mm-hmm. and stuff. World War One relics. Yeah, I have a replica from World War One. I. I have actual ones from World War Two um, from around the world, and then some of them are now civilian issued, like Israeli. Israeli is the easiest one. You can get those for like 20 bucks on the internet. Well, yeah, that's because Israelis have tons of gas masks. Yeah, those are the <laughs> easiest, and those are the most recognizable ones. Um, but yeah, I have American ones. I have them from all over. So Get one from Chernobyl. That'd be cool. That would be cool. There's one I don't own that I want, and it's crazy expensive and hard to find, but it's the old World War II Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah, that the kids had. Yeah, gas, mm-hmm. gas mask. I what? want one so what bad. They, 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 Disney made, they wanted, yeah. made gas masks for kids, so it would be less scary. Yeah, yeah. they're the most terrifying. But they're the most terrifying you've ones ever you've seen. ever I seen. I can only imagine a <laughs> gas mask with giant fucking mouse yep. oh, big ears. They're horrifying, and I want one. I want one so bad. Then they have the baby bassinet ones. Have you seen those? Oh yeah, those are creepy. I, my kids and I sit and look at them on the internet. And they have them for horses. <laughs> yeah, and dogs. Mm-hmm. They have them. Yeah, for I've, service animals in World yeah. War One, World War Two. I've seen them all, and I love them. Are you even more prepared for an apocalypse oh, that is now? Horrible. Do you have like do you I have, used do you to have be food stores? And so I was so I was a um, prepper when I was Mormon. So um, I used to be really hardcore. I had ways to shower. I had ways to do everything. Wash, wash things. Uh, battery, solar. I had solar battery stuff. I I let a lot of that go when I when I left uh, the faith. Um, but I'm starting, I don't ever want to get that obsessive again. I don't ever want, cause I think it was unhealthy for me to be that obsessed to be a prepper, but I, there are a few things I hung on to that I still have in case something happens. But 
Um, I'm certainly not at the level I once was. Did you hear about the uh, the bunkers they found out uh, by Brian Head where the fire was this mm-hmm. last summer? No. So apparently the fire burned totally up. Totally illegal. <laughs> yeah, like the fire just destroyed everything out there by Brian Head. And they, in the aftermath, have found a whole bunch of like weapon caches. and. But it's one guy's. Yeah, and like bunkers like all over the damn place. So cool. I wonder if it's the dude that actually started the fire. You know, the jackass <laughs> that burned yeah. all the weeds after they told him that not to do it. That might be one of my most favorite, like, 911 calls ever. What, the actual call from him? Yeah. Yeah, he's just an idiot. Like, <laughs> it just... I'm going to have to look this up now. This I'll dude, send it to you. <laughs> like, straight up, they told him not to burn weeds, and then he burns them anyway. Yeah, Starts people are dumbasses. One of the worst fires we had this year. Yeah. Can't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did you, coming from California, did you grow up Mormon? Uh, sort of. Uh, when I went to live with my grandparents, uh, that was their rule, that I attended all my church meetings. So um, my my parents had been in active on and off, active and active. So I kind of went to primary on and off a little bit as a kid. I mean, I was baptized at eight. But basically from like age six or seven on my family was never really active um so I went to live with my grandparents and they they were super Mormon but not Utah super Mormon (laughs) well Mormons outside the state of Utah are totally different yeah they were progressive super Mormon (laughs) like big believers but like big Obama supporters into gay rights believe marijuana should be legal like so they were not your typical Utah Mormon but yeah, so I, I had to go to church and go to all those things. Um, I didn't become a believer until I was 16. But they were cool because as long as I was attending my meetings, I could attend any other religion I wanted to. So they were totally fine with that. They were fine with me, you know, not honoring the Sabbath. Uh, so I, yeah, I would go out with my friends on Sunday. But um, but at age 16, I actually believed in the faith and started transitioning more, you know, into that. So I was married in the temple at 18. Did it come from your grandparents or tell? I've I've been instructed by a common friend to ask about your mom because they hear she's rad. <laughs> My mom. Well, she <laughs> she she will be happy to know that because I'm sure she'll <laughs> listen to this. Um, yeah, we get tattoos every year on her birthday. Um, wait, wait, you and your mom get tattoos? <laughs> My mom has like a purple faux hawk right now. <laughs> she's way cooler than I am. Like I I stopped rocking cool hair like a decade ago. Um, yeah, she lives in San Francisco, and uh, I go out and see her once a year on her birthday. We go get tattoos and usually get really drunk. Um, it's a good time. And so, yeah, we're trying to get her out here, actually, to go to a drag show. So do it. So come on, Linda. Get your ass out to Utah. Yeah, Linda. Do you play the video of the little kid that's like, Linda? Linda, Linda, I should send that to her. I've seen it. I've seen it. Linda, listen. I should actually send that to her. I have seen it. Kid's like two years old. No, Linda, listen. So yeah. are you, would you say that a lot of your, your artsy and your passion come from her? No, <laughs> not at all. Um, believe it or not. She was shaking her head, by the way. Yeah. Um, I, like adamantly shaking her head. Uh, no, like my, I, though my mom was an artist when she was younger. Like she was, she knew how to draw. I don't know how to draw. She was a good, good artist as far as that goes. No, in a, in a lot of ways she doesn't, she's fun. She's a fun, like, she's a fun person to hang out with, but, um, and she has fun, funky hair right now and all that stuff. But in a lot of the ways she's more traditional, um, not always understanding things and definitely, more into gender normatives 
and uh, where I'm very against gender normatives. Um, and so, but she's growing and she's learning. Like she has her first transgender friend right now Aww. who's a friend of mine who lives out there and they become buddies and like, it's so cool to watch that evolve and watch my mom just learn more about things that mean so much to me. And so, um, but she's definitely, you know, I mean, she's in her fifties. So, you know, she grew up in a different time, you know, it, she's not growing, you know, she's not a teenager, you know, right now. And so, um, but you know, she's, she's getting there, you know, do you think being in San Francisco helps? She's not really involved with the culture of San Francisco. She's just outside of it. Um, I always forget the town she lives in. Um, as so long she's as she doesn't live in Colma, yeah. she's good. Yeah, she's in a she's in a little <laughs> suburb. I mean, you can see the bridge from where she lives. Um, she's in a little suburb just outside of it, so she's not in there all the time. But I mean, she's she's from Oregon, you know, kind of born and raised in California and Oregon, and so she's she's always been in a more liberal area. She's at home in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, she's a beach gal. Like you can't you cannot bring her away from the beach. Like even though the beach is fucking cold up there. You don't want to get in the water up there, right? <laughs> Oregon is like the worst. Maybe in like the height of summer you can dip a toe, but it's still it's like still 50 degrees. Still <laughs> shit, I've been in the Oregon water in the yeah. summer. It's awful. It's, it's beautiful, cold. but it's awful. <laughs> so yeah, no. So no, I I I definitely just always uh I guess uh, dance to the beat of my own drum as far as my family is concerned. Like most of them never really understood me growing up. So, um, cause I didn't just like become like this, like yesterday, this is like, this has always <laughs> been me. What? So <laughs> yeah. In fact, I look more like normal now in my thirties than I ever did. Like I used to, I don't know when I was, when I was Mormon, I looked like a weirdo and now I just look like, like a soccer mom, you know? So <laughs> I don't know. Most soccer moms wouldn't wear that sweater. This sweater is so badass. It is really cool. So for those of you that can't see, which is everyone listening to this, <laughs> um, Kat came in her new sweater that she found. It's a, a happy birthday Jesus sweater. It's actually Jesus with the party hat and a pom-pom mm-hmm. just perfectly pressed right on the boob. And he looks bored. I love his expression. Yeah, he's, like, like, uh, fuck. he's got a little like blowy thingy in his mouth. And he's just like, right. oh, this sucks. This party blows. Where's I had it in a... Paranormal Happy paranormal. birthday, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is like, where's the Coke, man? I'm bored. <laughs> I love it. It was really hard to make a decision. The internet is an amazing thing. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm yes, really just is. barely discovering it this last year. Like I used to be very against shopping online and I've just kind of gotten into it and I love it. Well, your choices are <laughs> online, uh, Walmart, or Ew. you can find local businesses. <laughs> okay, story time. Um, so the only reason that my bank shut down my card is because there was a $38 charge to Walmart and they're like, you never shop at Walmart. Yep. So they shut it down and flagged it and then they tried to do a bunch of other charges and um, yeah, so I had to get a new card because it was compromised because the person went to Walmart. You know, Walmart is uh, notorious for taking those cards too for, for That's passing where mine was crappy cards. At. Yeah. Like I, yeah. you, they get stolen, numbers get stolen, and all of a sudden you'll see like five charges at Walmart for small amounts, just in yeah. a different state. Yeah, and so they flagged it, and I mean, I travel a fair amount, so it wasn't even that was out of state because I'm always out of state. Yeah, using my card, but they were like, "This seems weird." I was like, "Good job, Bank." You haven't been to a Walmart <laughs> in ten years. This is not <laughs> this is outside your normal purchasing. Habit. Yeah, Walmart gives me anxiety. It gives everyone anxiety. So much. I had to go to Walmart the other day, um, and I felt way overdressed just wearing clothes. Oh my God. <laughs> there were so many, and it's not like it's like Saturday at like six in the afternoon, 
And there's fucking people in pajamas and sweatpants who just clearly haven't bathed in three days. They may have given up on life. No, I'm pretty sure they did. All of them. All of them. (laughs) They may have. I'll tell you what. I've seen more than one nipple. There was a time, me and my sister, it was about 15 years ago. We were in a Walmart. And uh, I've seen more than one nipple there. At Walmart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Those aren't the kind of nipples you want to no. see. The people of Walmart <laughs> They're not. The, they all need bras, all these guys. <laughs> like. Well, the problem is you're seeing them out of the bottom of a full-length T-shirt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's cute that you thought these guys had T-shirts on. <laughs> and I like their guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people of Walmart, is a, those are real photos. They are not doctored. They're the best, though. Bless them. If you yeah. ever need to feel really good about yourself, go Bless to People of Walmart or go to Laguna Beach. Laguna what? Beach? Yeah, Lagoon. Wait, why? <laughs> Just because. <laughs> that's so <laughs> random. It is random. I don't know, because that's the random thoughts that I have when I'm at Laguna Beach for my dad's work party, and I'm like, hmm, if you ever need to feel good about yourself, you just piss filled pool water. I actually <laughs> screamed at people in Laguna Beach once. Like, legitimately, like, I was mad and, like, yelled at a group of people. Like, you were there, you were on a ride going by, and you were like, ah. No, like, I was I was <laughs> super pregnant and had a baby, and so I'm trying to get the oh stroller. God, mom hormones. Yeah, I was trying to get a stroller out of a door. Nobody would hold the door open for me. Nobody would move. I was in a crowd of people. They're all just standing watching me struggle. And so I, and I knew this would not happen in Utah. I mean, we may have issues with Utah at times, right? But there are certain things that, like people at least my experience people have i mean you know fairly they would hold a fucking door open for me and i couldn't get out of this restaurant and there was a crowd of people waiting to be seated outside of the restaurant and they just all stood there and watched this like, pregnant oh, this is entertaining this is gonna so when i like finally when i finally got out of there and didn't tip over the stroller with my baby in it i screamed at all those motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> fucking pieces of shit yeah <laughs> it was that dog it was great I Can't was like, you see I'm fucking pregnant? I know. It's like, how could you all stand here and watch this? Like, seriously, how could you all stand and watch a pregnant lady struggle with a stroller? You're all pieces of shit that's, and walked off. That's like douchebags that don't give up their seats to people that are clearly handicapped. Right. Or elderly or, you know, yeah. anything. It's like, get, get off your ass and give up your fucking seat. Stand up for two minutes on yeah. the train. You yeah. Piece of crap. I made sure this last trip to New York, I made sure I kept eye out for people I needed to stand up for. So after uh, after being crippled for like six months with my leg mm-hmm. i have a brand new appreciation for wheelchairs for the the scooter go-karts inside of the damn store and handicap spaces yeah and i fucking hate anyone that uses that shit just because they're fat yeah absolutely well and i think that you know the ada things are it's a real issue and it's something <laughs> that i have become more aware of this last year of just when I do projects to make sure that things are ADA accessible, that we have chairs there for people, that we are just asking what people's needs are. I think so often it's just a group that is completely marginalized and overlooked and treated like shit. So Yeah, I, I think I think marginalized and overlooked is a good way to because no one goes out of their way to treat a handicapped person no. like shit, but you forget like You do forget. And thankfully, I'll just give a shout out to Sarah Johnson. Thankfully, uh her hey, being yeah her being a loud mouth about it has helped me like adjust my my thought process have and you just ever taken a shit on her toilet her toilet is amazing it's heated, it's heated no. and lit we recorded at her house Sarah. you have to go over there and go to i the want to poop at your house it has, yeah it's lit up it's a it heated, lights it's heated. and it's heated 
This sounds amazing. <laughs> I may so never cool. leave. I know. I went in there and peed and had to make a big, huge announcement on the thing. And then everybody, I had to make everybody go try it. Oh, my goodness. I love this so much. I'm coming right. for your toilet, Sarah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry Sarah. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> Secret is out. <laughs> actually, I think that's what we titled that episode. Uh, it was actually. <laughs> toilet seats. Seat seats. <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Legit. It's an interesting, <laughs> interesting <laughs> device. Poop is, for sure. poop is no problem. It's here. weird to me, though, because if I go, like, if I go to take a shit somewhere <laughs> and I sit on a warm seat, I'm like, God. Freaks someone, you out. Someone was just shitting here. I don't, like, am I going to get well, their shit not on in the me? women's restroom. No, because they just hover and piss on everything no. in the women's restroom. No, hovers, that's a lot of extra legwork. It is, and it makes a bigger mess. I'll tell you what needs to stop happening in public restrooms, automatic flushing toilets, because when you're sitting on them and they go off like seven times, <laughs> it is horrifyingly no, disgusting. No, that's just right? our, that, that is the it American is version of a bidet. No, he's no, it's not. It is awful. It's It's horrifying and awful. And it it used to terrify my little girls. Like they were scared (laughs) of them. I would have to cover like the little thing so that they could go to the bathroom because they were afraid of them. So I had a a friend who gets up. Did Cassie do this too? But I had a friend who got up. She had her cell phone in her hoodie pocket. It falls out of her hoodie pocket as she's getting up into the toilet, automatic flush. No, Cassie never did. She's dropped her phone in the toilet, but not That's a lot of that. That's horrifying. Yeah, I think we need to get environmentalist groups on it because it's a lot of wasted water it too. Really is. When it like flushes seven times while you're sitting there, you're like, oh god. You know, but it's not everywhere. Only in like specific places, and you're like, I know it's gonna do it. But then there's the one that <laughs> just won't, and you're like trying to push the button, <laughs> and you're like, and oh. it won't flush no matter what you. Yeah, do. that's awful. Oh, I was gonna come back to Walmart. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I do go to Walmart. I love when I'm on road trips shitting in Walmart. I love it. They oh, have great bathroom. bathrooms oh, for pooping. So gross. No, maybe the boys' bathroom is, but like when I go in, I don't have to touch anything. There's no doors to open. Everything is, is nice. automatic, and I'm like, oh, this is nice. So I, whenever I'm on a road trip and I gotta I gotta go you can't find one in in midtown Manhattan I'm just <laughs> no I'm just saying oh my god trying to find restrooms in New York oy, oy, right. oy, oy, oy. Um, that's why so many people shit on the street right oh, you saw that video did mm-hmm. you see Barbie Garcia's video no oh she she was just there and took a video of a Santa shitting in front of a emergency room did you room. see the Amazon oh worker do it on yeah. someone's driveway just the, well to be fair they don't work for Amazon they're a private contractor Pull up in like a U-Haul, take a shit in the dude's driveway, <laughs> deliver the package, and then leave. I think she delivered the package first. Deliver well, the package she, and twice. then deliver the package. Do, two packages. Oh my were God. That day. And he had like video and but so. sometimes you feel like got to go. Yeah. yeah, but like in the driveway, like go on the lawn Well, that's least. what I think. Somewhere that you can like, well, maybe he was trying to be nice like to like pick it up because I'm just thinking if my dogs <laughs> were going to go, I don't have dogs now, but I mean, concrete is easier Right? Yeah, but if you clean, shit on the lawn. Because then you don't have to get like in the like, blades year? of grass. I this don't know. This time of year? That is weird. Just don't fucking pick it up. Leave it. Who cares? Wait, he picked it up? Yeah, he no. cleaned it. No, he cleaned it up. Well, Wait, the man So he pooped yeah. and then cleaned it up? No, it was no. a lady. It was a lady. That a lady oh, my too. God. Why did I assume it was a guy? Oh, my God. But, because I've been saying, but the guy that owned the house cleaned it up afterwards. No, he. they asked him to like put it by his trash or something and yeah, save no, it. Yeah, no, that's not happening. That shit is going away. <laughs> and I'm not touching it, by the way. I don't care if it's fucking 20 below zero. I'm pulling out the hose and washing that shit down the road. Like, yeah, I'm that's not... so gross. I love that we spent 10 minutes on poop. <laughs> I like that it keeps coming back way. to poop. What can you do? <laughs> Everybody poops. I like that it started with poop and we're still on poop. Where's your favorite place in Salt Lake? To, to poop. poop. 
<laughs> oh, Grand America, uh, Grand America uh, <laughs> bathrooms. They're private. You can shut the door. Oh, it's them. fantastic. I love bathrooms. Marriott has them. Uh, the city as nice as the Grand America bathrooms, because that's my favorite place to take a dump. Probably not. It's not as nice. Okay. As the Marriott on the way to the Wyoming has those kind of bathrooms. Which one? Is it no? That's a great. That's a that's a Little America. No, the Little America. <laughs> little yeah, America. Yeah, they do too. <laughs> little America have, on the way to Green River, they Wyoming. They have showers. The they have trucker showers, mm. not trucker showers, but real showers for truckers. Yeah, nice. But they're nice. Their bathrooms are nice. Every time we stop in Scipio, I see people doing trucker showers. On the way I don't Cedar. ever see that in the women's bathroom. Hmm. Hmm. It's just a different thing. Different world. <laughs> there are just all sorts of signs on the women's bathroom that say, "Be careful opening the door," because like if you open the door, you're gonna like whack someone in the head. <laughs> oh my god! They're just like it's this little narrow hallway, and there's no view out through the door, and so people just come flying out of the bathroom. And if you're walking down, like bam, yeah, that's amazing. So uh, now that we've got your favorite place to poop out of the way, um, <laughs> what's uh? I'm going to go back to your photography. Okay. Um, so if you could photograph anyone anywhere uh, in Utah, where would, where would you photograph them? Oh, uh, well, it's known that the Salt Flats are my favorite place to be. It's so serene out there and just so beautiful. Like It just feels like, I don't know. I know it doesn't exactly look like Tatooine, but it just feels like you're in another planet and it doesn't feel like you're in Utah and it's so quiet and just, I don't know. I love the Salt Flats. It's magical out there. Do you go drive out on them? Um, only, only if I need to for if I'm photographing something specific and I have to. It's it's actually not recommended because if the water table is higher, if it's been raining, you can get you can get sunken in, and the salt's not good for your vehicle. Like that's not you don't want that. Well, and so. it's bad for the salt flats too. For yeah, you to drive on them because you fuck up the natural. Yeah, flat. exactly. Like that so douchebag that totally got arrested for doing it mm-hmm. months ago. My dumbass kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Um, yeah. So no, I usually don't. I usually just walk my stuff out there. So yeah. But yeah, the salt flats. So the salt flats. Yeah. What about what about a what about a person <laughs> or a a scene or a what's something that you just kind of dream of being able to put together and do? Um, I do everything I dream about. So there's nothing like in my head that I haven't done. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if I think about it, I do it. Um. So yeah. Um. Could yeah. you please think about murdering Donald Trump? Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> I don't want to kill anybody. For the record, I feel like I, I feel like NSA is already keeping you an just, eye on me. You just said if you, if you dream about it, you do it. So. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like I think but, we should start smaller. Than yeah, um, but Why? yeah, everything everything that so far go I've bigger, wanted to do, home. I do. Um, and for me, it has to be all inspired. Do you know what I mean? Like like I often have my ideas in the shower because um, it's quiet in there and I can't hear my fucking children. And so I, it comes, you know, it just kind of comes to me as I, as I do it. It's, I don't have like a wish list, I guess. I have goals that I want to do long term, but as far as like a wish list goes, I just, as soon as I think of it, I do it like, uh, yeah. And it usually takes anywhere from three months to six months, except for this last project that was done in like four days. Hillary McDaniel and I like just nailed it down in four days. <laughs> So. Well, you guys did a good job. It turned Thanks. out great. So. so along with that, then, what do, what do you have coming up? Or can you talk about it? Um, no, I can talk. I mean, we kind of touched upon it. The The Viva La Volva project, uh, it's probably going to take me a year because we want to cast. Uh, and this is not a new idea. I want people to understand. It was done in New York. But the women of Salt Lake City, and I mean, just the people of Salt Lake City, really, um, how many of them have seen this exhibit in New York is the question. So we want to bring something on a local level. There's a lot of uh, women out there 
a lot of cis women out there that are getting uh, plastic surgery on their labias. And I don't know that they have really seen a lot of labias outside of porn, you know? And so we want to just show that it's like a fingerprint, that it all, that they're all different. And very few people actually need this work done. And we now have, we now have people coming out of state to do it. Um, some of these people are bullied by their partners, um, made fun of. And so we really want to give a healthy view to it. And it's not just going to be a, a wall of vulvas. I want to do a whole, a whole bunch of things <laughs> with this project. You could do different like, rooms. You could do like vulvas on Volvos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my first car was a Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> no, we want to do we want to do a lot of things. And uh, and like I said, it's not it's not new. It's not a, most of these things are not new ideas. But we want to adapt them to the local people of uh, Salt Lake City. So. so you you say we a lot when you talk about your work. Who who else is involved in that we? Well, I have I have assistants that help me on all of my projects. Um, it, it's anywhere from uh, Gregory Shearer, who has been at most of my projects. He's the one that plays Jesus in a lot of my work. And he he's has... He's good Jesus. He has. He's, he's my own personal gay Jesus. So, um, and he's single out there, fellas. But anyway, he... Um, he has done a lot of the behind the scenes shooting uh, for a lot of my stuff. And then I most recently had Emily Fox. Uh, she's kind of my go-to assistant a lot of the time. So she's there helping. Uh, Marissa Howell has been there for most of my shoots. And then of course my partner. And so I can't do it alone. Like I have people that help me with organizing, with getting it done. Um, and then most recently H Hillary McDaniel and I teamed up for this, uh, the go home Trump. So um, and that was really just because Senator DeBacchus called me wanting to do the project. So um, otherwise, I don't think we would have done it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so when I say we, it's just it's there's always a team behind it. I don't just do everything myself. Like I have people that are helping. So, yeah. So you're big on supporting local businesses, I hear. That is my like number three priority in life. So, so you've got kids, a good team then. <laughs> kids, art, and then that. Yeah, that will say yes, because that so, makes me sound like a good mom. Let's say yes. <laughs> yes. It's okay. I don't think are, her kids if, were on the list. If kids, <laughs> if kids are really down at like number 10, I say 10, that as, cool. as, a, as a mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah kids, uh, art, and um, yes, supporting local, <laughs> shop local, yes. Especially for the, you got the holiday season coming up. Like, um, you know, instead of buying your cheap stuff made in China, like, go spend a little bit extra and get something cool from handmade from a local artisan you know so it's i am my mom yeah it's, awesome it's too late to not buy cheap <laughs> shit in china my I'm wish order has been mom. in for a while <laughs> that's like that's like 40 bucks though so <laughs> yeah yeah no i uh we we only eat local uh and uh so what do you mean by that do you do you no franchises no franchises. no no chain restaurants uh it's all yeah local local restaurants what about local chains local chains it, that is okay with as long as it is locally based I am okay with that. Um, there's, there's a lot more than I think people realize too that are based here in Utah. So yeah. like uh, Rumby is a Utah franchise. Mm. Beans and Brew. Uh, beans and Brews. I'm uh, okay with Beans and Brews. Barbacoa is a local franchise. Mm -hmm. um, actually, they're not even a franchise locally. Everything locally is corporate owned, which is based here in, in Utah. Yeah, so I'm okay as long as it's local. But I mean, circle. I, I usually do. <laughs> I usually um, <laughs> have good shakes. I usually stick with more like mom and pop, like yeah, like, like one-offs, like Ten Angels, Zest, you know, Frida's, 
Um, yeah, I usually stick with with more. If you ever see Frida's do their freaking eggs benedictine, you know, mm, because it's the most amazing eggs benedict and salt like I've I ever will. had. But they only did it at the farmers market, oh, and man. then they stopped going to the farmers market. Oh man, yeah. How do you really feel about it, Jane? <laughs> I am incredibly <laughs> passionate about this eggs benedict. You can ask James. <laughs> That's awesome. He's like, yeah. He's like, she <laughs> held a knife to my throat once for it. It's yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I love local. And uh, and we have so much. One of the great things, too, about, about Utah, about Salt Lake City, is that there's so much talent. Um, and I have my theories on this, but there is so much talent in this city. It's amazing. So, um, yeah. So what's your favorite local restaurant? We'll start there. <sighs> It depends on what I'm in the mood for. I named like so Zest. I'm at Zest a lot. Like I'm there's so much. Like I walk in and they start making my drink because like they they know what I'm ordering. Yeah, and I so, love Zest. Yeah, Zest is it's a fully gluten free establishment and their cocktails are so delicious and they um their grilled cheese is delicious. Oh god, <laughs> and they um they hand squeeze their juice and stuff for their cocktails so it's not like a nasty syrup or a, a shitty one. I had a watermelon yeah. juice this summer. It was yeah, amazing. they do their cocktails are just so fresh and so delicious. And then uh the Ten Angel is another staple in my world. Um and they also have great gluten-free options and great vegan and vegetarian options. Um I for the record, I just want to say for the record, I am not vegan. So many people think I'm <laughs> vegan because I eat at Zest so much. And I guess I eat a lot of vegetables and I guess I there's photos of vegetables. But I just I want to start hashtagging everything. I eat bacon. So that's a great. Just carry carry a fake piece of bacon that looks real. And when you take pictures, just slip Set it, it there? in. Because so many people are like, I'm bringing something <laughs> vegan to your party. I'm like, cool, but I'm not vegan. Like, You're like, yeah, and they're like, can we eat here? Do they have vegan options? Still not vegan. Can I be your kid's Still uncle? Not. Even if I'm not vegan? Oh, I'm not vegan either. Like, I mean, it comes up a lot. <laughs> like, can I'm not can vegan. Can I be your kid's uncle even if I'm not He's vegan? my cute friend. I'm not going to make like, fun of him because no, I love him. No, no. <laughs> you can still make fun of cute friends. <laughs> I know. But so, but a lot of people think I'm vegan. And I just want to say, for the record, Cat Palmer is not vegan. Well, here's the great news. Instagram says that only 501 people have hashtagged I eat bacon so you can make oh, this I a thing. totally make this a thing. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's to the and point. And only 30 people have done I eat bacon every day. Oh, my so. so Facebook also <laughs> thinks I'm vegan. They've started, like, <laughs> recommending, like, vegan restaurants when I travel. You're like, Sage. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not vegan Facebook. Well, like, just what you need to do is just start posting about your experience at, like, barbecue joints, Rodizio Grill. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, I grew Even up... Even if you don't go there. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't eat a ton of meat, but I'm just... I'm not vegan, so... You're like, I just ate half a cow. <laughs> oh, God, vegan I stuff will stop. It's... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, you'd think with how much sushi I eat, like, people would know, you know, but nope. Yeah, vegetarian sushi. Ew. Why is that a thing? <laughs> why is that a thing? It, first off, the selection's pretty limited. Like, uh, even places that have a big selection, it's like mm, four or five rolls. I uh, I never order from the menu on sushi restaurants. I like to just have the chef just make what they want, you know? That's my favorite we do that too. Yeah, that's the only way I order. And one new place I went to, uh, which I never went back to, the they sent out a, a veggie roll and I sent it, but it's the only time I've ever sent back sushi. <laughs> I was like, I did not come to a sushi place to eat a veggie roll. Like I came to eat raw fish. You're like, Don't worry. I get cucumber and avocado and every other. Fucking I know. Roll. I'm Can like, no, <laughs> add some fish to that. Like, no. So yeah, but yeah. So I'd say, but my other favorite restaurant is, uh, the blind dog up in, uh, park city. Uh, they, one of the owners is celiac. And so they, 
have these amazing sushi rolls and they get to make things that I never get to eat. And they have, it's just so cool and it's a drive, but oh my God, it's good. So good food is worth a drive. Yeah. So what about, um, like local artisans, local creators? Um, we talked about restaurants. Okay. So my favorite part pot potter, uh, ceramics artist, I don't know what the title would be. Um, what is the title for that? But anyways, ceramic pottery. Potter. Um, is uh, it's not pothead. Pot, it's, it's not pothead. <laughs> it's not pothead. It's Clark E. Marshall. He, I think he goes by CM Ceramics. CM Ceramics. I collect his work, and one day I will have like a set of eight of his stuff. His stuff's beautiful. It's a little pricey, but uh, it's beautiful. Um, a lot of big restaurants carry his stuff, and I'm trying to think of who has his work. Of course, I'm not going to think of it right now, but uh, I love him as a pottery person. Um, by Cali is one of my favorite jewelers. I don't really wear jewelry, but she she always takes like nails or like leaves or cool found objects and turns them into cool things. So I like her jewelry. Um, and she has really awesome belt buckles. Um, let's see here. What else? What else do I have at home? I have. Well, she's not local, so never mind. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the, she's this lady in Washington that made me custom vulva mitts like uh, like mittens. Oh, you know. And they, um, she even added a little pearl. It was so great. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, I don't it, remember like, seeing the pearl. Oh my! Well, because it's kind of hidden under the hood. It's the couture. You got to kind of look for it, you know. <laughs> yes. And so <laughs> I, just, I watched dinner for Schmucks this weekend, and he <laughs> he has to go look for it in her purse, and he can't find it. It's like the funniest movie ever. That's amazing. It's it's fucking taxidermy mice is just fucked up. It's hilarious. Yeah, that's amazing. And then my, <laughs> and then just my favorite like local artist, just in general, is uh, Jimmy Toro. He's a he's a contemporary painter that works in oils, and his website's just jimmytoro.com. It's J I M M I Toro, like the bull. And uh, his work is just breathtaking. And uh, I have five pieces of his in my house. And yeah, so I don't know. Like, there's just and right now this Saturday coming up, you can go to. Um, I think it's. Is it Pierpont? I don't know. They're having a, a winter pop-up market. Oh, they cool. can go get like, so go look for that. It's December 9th. And I, I can't remember where it is. I think it might be on West Pierpont. But look that up because I'm going to go check it out. So, yeah. Be like, hey, you're Cat Palmer. Yeah, no. Probably. Do people recognize you when you go out? <laughs> oh, they're going to say, it's, hey, no, you're Jessica say, Richardson, you aren't you? Like no. <laughs> is it going to sound egotistical if I say yes? No. no. Okay. No. I wouldn't ask. Sometimes people thought. send stuff to my table. Like it's, it, yeah. Not all the time. Yeah, but, but that's yeah. cool. That means you're making an impact somewhere. Yeah, so. it's it's good. And, and they recognize my partner, too. So they know if they see him that I'm probably close by. He looks like Bill Allred when Bill Allred had long hair. How crazy is that? I text that to Bill, by the way. I text it to him, and I was like, Bill. Because we were eating at his sister's restaurant up in Ogden. That's my favorite Ogden restaurant is Two-Bit Cafe on 25th and Wall. Favorite. Little cute little hole-in-the-wall diner and delicious food. Um, anyway, so his sister owns that restaurant. And I, I'm a I'm frequent there, and but they'd recently put up a picture of Bill from like uh, like I don't know eight nine years ago, and it's it looks like exactly like my partner. Long hair, Bill. Like pre pre Tibet coin. Yeah, and so he, I took a picture of him holding the picture, and we sent it to Bill, and Bill's Is like, "Is that what broke him?" Wait, I'll show you. No, he sh- that's when he that's when he did his hair. So when he did the Mount Everest climb uh, during that trip, he decided to shave his head, oh. and so he had the monk shave his head. So uh, oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. 
Yeah. So we'll just pass it around. People will look at it and be like, oh, I'm yeah. like, I know what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So, but yeah, people recognize my partner. Except you shut the phone off and she's got a passcode. So. Uh, yeah. Shoot. Sorry. I, keep <laughs> it like, I know what it looks like. I keep it Fuck on lockdown guys. really only because of my children. Because I mean, it was I, exactly uh, like that. That's when I started using a pin code. How old are your children? Are you, can you? Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I can talk about them. Um, Jack is nine and um, Lucas oh, totally is right. almost eight. He's probably taller than Bill, though, right? No, nope. no, really? I don't. Wow. I don't like dating tall people. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I, I just want to shout out to the pe- tall people I've dated. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just, it's <laughs> just that is too funny. It's wow. right. Isn't that wild? That's wild, right? He has better hair. So <laughs> than oh, Bill. Well, I don't know about that. We're not going to tell it to that Bill. But anyways, but yeah. So he, yeah, but he's. It's just crazy. Um, but I, I enjoy kissing people that are shorter. How about that? So my partner is understandable just a few inches taller than do you me. like kissing people that are shorter than you i honey? love kissing people that are shorter <laughs> That's than you. I, I hate kissing you when you're on the stairs above me <laughs> i just it's don't so want to like have to weird. crawl up on i'm only five two so like i don't want to have to crawl up i'm on, only five feet tall oh you're even shorter than carrie fisher yeah, I'm pretty short. Like I just always, awesome. every time you've ever seen me, I've always had heels. Okay, time. that's probably why. Like I've never noticed that you're fine because usually I notice because I get really excited to be taller than people. You're like shit, yeah. I'm, I'm like tall. I'm so, and I'm in heels today, so I'm gonna be like I'm so tall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Kat. One last question, we'll let you go. All right. So we ask everyone this that's on the podcast. So you love Utah. You you've chosen to make this your home. Um, what's one thing that you would tell someone visiting the state of Utah that they had to do before they left? Mm, that's a really good question. Enzyme Peak is beautiful, right? Like just the city lights, that's my zen place. That's my like if I'm anxiety or stressed, like I love the view of our city. I think it's just magnificent. Um, I would also say to go, we've got some great bars, you know, that have, I mean, granted, you can't taste the liquor in them, but I mean, we've got some great bars that make do make great drinks. Um, and so, have you been to the Water Witch? Have you been any I've of you? I've not been to the Water Witch. It's yet. Pretty new. Yeah, and uh, also the Lake Effect. Mm-hmm. Their drinks are good. They also get in right, some. I, I just have a problem with that name because the Lake <laughs> Effect <laughs> and Salt so Lake. stinky. No, he did that like on purpose. Shit. So I actually bought concert tickets from the guy that owns the bar, and he was in the middle of the renovation when I went to pick up the tickets, and so we had a little a little chat about it, but. It's beautiful. Yeah, so like back east, Lake Effect means you're going to get fucking six feet of snow. Right. Here, Lake Effect means it's going to smell like total shit. No, it's so stinky. Salt Lake. She knows. (laughs) Oh, Jess. The one thing. We can talk about poop, but we can't talk about where He's going to mark it. He's going to mark it. I grew up. That's where I grew up, so I know about the Lake Effect. (laughs) <laughs> Leave it to me to ruin it. Um, but yeah, so I would I would say get a drink at one of our fabulous bars. Um, find a local place to have you know a meal, and if there's a good band playing at the state room, like that's my favorite place locally to go see a band play, and it's just a great experience. Um, and Hulk then Hogan did our theme song. But oh, I love those guys. Those are my homies. <laughs> yeah, they actually did our intro separately just for just for us. They recorded it. Just for us. I should say hi to, is it Elliot Jack or Jack Elliot? Hey. <laughs> Give him a shout out. There's two of them. That's yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'd say the view of Inside Pink. Oh, and Gilgal Gardens. They got to go to Gilgal Gardens. I mean, because who doesn't want to see, uh, you know, Sphinx Joseph Smith's Joseph. Sphinx? So cool. I like the rocks that are stacked. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Yeah. I just, I think, and yeah, and and maybe just take a step out onto the salt flats for just, just a Do few Do you minutes. know that we've had... About 60 guests, and you are the first person to say Gilgal Gardens. That's not true. 
Damn it! I want to be the first. Count. He I want to be the first. Here. I love to be the first. Well, you're Can the, I be the first, first. You're the first guest that said it. Because, but okay. we have a we have a, a a podcast that guy that runs a podcast in Ireland that loves to listen to our show. Oh, and cool. he is a horticulturist. He was here at Time and Place, which is just down the street. Nice. And um, he he was like, "Can I make a special request? I want to do a one thing." And that was his. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's cool. Utah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we've got some, we've got some good things here. You know. <laughs> All right, let's just blurt out where she lives real quick, can you? Can you do that for us? <laughs> I just love it. They ask like, like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> It'll just be like our inside joke. <laughs> yeah, no, one, no one's gonna know. No, that's it. cool. Thank you. She lives in Salt Lake, guys. Yeah. How can people get a hold of you? We, we should do something really obvious, like have Jeremy say, Actually, "Salt Lake City" over the right <laughs> over the top of it. Salt Lake. <laughs> That would be amazing. Yeah, Salt Lake. <laughs> Salt Lake City. <laughs> like the bad awning commercials. Oh man. Like, uh, well, like the when they do the when they do the cartoons like the Simpsons one year, they br- did this whole episode and it was before the Super Bowl and it was about the Super Bowl. And so everyone's lips moved, but then they would just dub over it. So it didn't Denver say Super Broncos Bowl, or that's amazing. New England Patriots. Like when that's they're to amazing. <laughs> I love that. Oh my God. That's great. But yeah, how people can get a hold of me, uh, it's easy. I, it's my, my website's my name, catpalmer.com. I spell my name like a cat, C-A-T, Palmer. Um, I'm on Facebook. It, easy to find. Honestly, you Google my name. Like I'm very, it's, I don't hide. I'm My there. boss did right before we came over so he could see what, so he where give I was you the going. Rundown. <laughs> no, <laughs> he just likes, if I tell him about somebody interesting, sometimes he will like Google it before I head over. Oh, thanks. Googled and found her pictures and sent me a text that said she makes pretty pictures. Oh, thanks. So. Usually people just say interesting. So that's <laughs> nice of him. Um, and then uh, Instagram, I'm Cat Palmer Photography and Twitter, I'm Cat Palmer. Um, though my Twitter, I really just use that for my funny stuff. Like, I don't, I don't take it very serious I'm, and I'm not very good at it because I don't understand really how Twitter works, but I talk about poop and masturbation a lot or just anything so funny like that comes into my head. Pooping Perfect on Twitter. Again, you're like, finally made it to Pacera's house. I'm getting a new fucking toilet. <laughs> You better tag us in that. I piece. will talk about her toilet so much on Twitter. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. What's her house? We went at Christmas time to Pissarro's, right? Or right after or something? Yeah. So, I this time yeah. Last year. so you should go over there. Her house looks amazing. Why did I think her pee was silent? It is. She, it is, but it is. she goes by because there's so many Sarahs that are involved in Utah. So that's our joke now to, to differentiate. It's, no, it's her. She yeah. Actually was but I mean, that's okay. whenever yeah. we know that that's the Sarahs. Okay. Okay. I was just like, her. fuck, have I been saying it wrong? No. Like, mm-hmm. We're nerds. Okay. Okay. Because I thought I double checked with her. That's how she differentiates. I like herself. it. We brought down with her. I like it. Okay, that's cool. I, I don't feel so out of the loop. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us, Kat. It's been a great conversation. You're welcome. And happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> Thanks again to uh, Kat Palmer uh, for talking with us. It was a fantastic, fun conversation. At least I thought it was. I don't know if you guys did. Um, Just keep in mind, she does live in Salt Lake. uh, So if you need to get a hold of her, lots of different ways. Uh, Pretty much Kat Palmer on any social media platform, and you'll you'll probably find her. Kat like a meow cat. If you Google Kat Palmer, you're going to find her. Um, and you're probably going to find pictures of women covering up their junk with stuff written on their bodies completely nude. Actually, right now, when you Google her, the go-home Trump thing is the first thing that comes up. Which is really good name recognition for her to to have that piece out there, I think. So I'm I'm glad that that it went viral like they they wanted it to. Um, Last thing today, um, we want to go ahead and celebrate, because today is uh, December 5th. Jess is, is silently cheering somehow. 
So Jess is is celebrating this, even though she is a non-drinker. <laughs> so December fifth, uh, nineteen thirty-three, is the day prohibition ended, and it's kind of special here in Utah because we were the thirty-sixth state to vote to repeal prohibition and final. Yeah. So it, well, it was that was what we needed. It was thirty-six. Uh, so Utah is responsible for the repealing of prohibition. At least that's what I say. Uh, Except for <laughs> Church President Grant was pissed. Yeah, he gives a shit. He said he was never has never been more humiliated that Utah voters passed it, despite, despite his efforts to tell them not to. Yeah, and the church and that was in the conference report so from that 1934. Was, that was in 1933 that that happened, right? And today it's 2017. Um, but that also was a result of the enforcement of the word of wisdom becoming more central. Yeah. So uh, in the 80, Mormon church. 84 years later, those motherfuckers are still telling people how to vote in this state. And they're a lot more successful at it than they were then. Mother truckers. What podcast do you think you're on? <laughs> Just doesn't Seriously. say bad words very often. Yes, she does. No. Very she awful. swore at me in her car earlier. She's like, you goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> Where was I? In your car driving. Do you not remember? Because that's really dangerous. It was Cat Palmer. If you were driving, I know how you guys. I know how you guys get intermixed between between each other. Yes. It was actually Cat Palmer that drove me here tonight. (laughs) You guys guys look the same, so (laughs) they have the same hair colorish. Colorish. Yeah, like it's not. Is that a new word? Colorish. No, like it's not exactly the same, but it's quite similar. So um, that's gonna do it. Enjoy your week. Um, Enjoy the inversion. Um, Go get yourself a gas mask. Um, And uh, you can probably order one off of Wish. This is uh, the (laughs) New Utah podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at TNU Podcast. Uh, visit our, our website, uh, thenewutah.com. Guess what my password right is now for my program at my work? It's TNUP2015. <laughs> Yay. I don't think that's very secure to give that out <laughs> well, on Well, you'd there. have to get into my computer first, and you'd have to break into my building that's also locked. I hope that's the only thing where that's the password. I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I just have to come up with something new all the time, and I can't remember anything. And I was like, I know. Uh, yeah, check out our blog, um, share our stuff. If you like it, that helps us more than anything. Make it your password. Um, yeah, make it your password. <laughs> and, and if you make it your password, would you post a review and tell us you made it your password in some form? Uh, otherwise you, you got anything, Jeremy? Uh, it's just so, so, so real quick, I guess. Um, president Heber J. Grant is upset about prohibition, but here's a picture of him in front of uh, swastika because they supported <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're going to go. Wow.